You'll call somebody, text somebody, slap the shit out of somebody. Let them know that Rodian Radio is live up in this biatch. biatch. You got it locked on Rodian Radio. Yeah, Dr. Dre is in full effect, and I gotta tell y'all a little something. Eze is down with us. MC Ring, you know he's down with us. DJ Yella is down with us. Arabian Prince, you know he's down with us. Tony A. The Wizard is down with us. JJ Fag is down with us. Timmy T, you know he's down with us. DJ Pooh, boy, he's down with us. Toddy B and Spade, they're down with us. My boy Ice Cube, you know he's down with us. I like to mention, so pay attention to where I'm from. Compton, but the tapes are from the rodeum. My name is Dre, listen while I play. And by the way, I'm also down with NWA. Yo, Steve at the rodeum is down with us. Slanging funky tapes, it is a must. We're number one. Welcome back, everybody, to Rodium Radio, episode 71, with the podcast that slaps you across your fat ass with a fat ass dick. So uh, before I introduce my two next special guests, let me go ahead and give a couple of announcements. Uh, once again, the Chicano Rap documentary GoFundMe page, we're pretty much almost there. We need a little bit under $1,000. So if somebody wants to give a dollar, $2, $3, $5, whatever, people have dropped 200, people dropped 250, one, somebody dropped 1,000. And I wanna give everybody a special shout out and a special thanks. And I keep my word, anybody that gave over 50 bucks will get their name on the credit for supporting uh, not only this movement, but this documentary. So uh, that, and also for those of you that have been ordering the high C, uh, CD that I produced and back in 1991, those are all been shipped. You can still get them. I'm running out so, uh, very quickly. And I still have, for those of you that are into um, CDs, I still have the card copies. So I have a few more copies. So get at me at documixery.com. And uh, once again, 86 in the mix, 88 booming bass, high C, uh, scanless, they're all here. Those of you that have been asking all new artwork, they have been remastered and uh they're available for a limited time only and uh, i want to give a shout out to a guy named grumpy 661 i believe that's his name he blessed me with a prince doll and a Luke skywalker with a yoda on his back so much love much respect to him and i'm missing some oh carnalismo uh uh um you know uh, the Carnalismo wear, the, the clothing brand. Uh, they sent me a couple of shirts and I'll be supporting the tank top at the beach. So thank you very much for that. Much love, much respect to Carnalismo for uh, um, blessing me with that. So once again, uh, documixture.com, you can get everything there. The GoFundMe, uh, we just need a couple of more hundred and we're done. We're going to be shooting at the end of July. And hopefully by this time next year, it should be out. So much love, much respect. Uh, thank you guys for that. And now without further ado, please allow me to introduce none other than SoDQ. How you doing? I'm doing good, Tony. How are you? I'm good. You know Sunday, what? Sunday. Yes. How was your Sunday going so far? It was going good. Yeah. We yeah. cruised. We cruised it in the 61 over here. So Yeah. Was, I saw good. that 61 Impala. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 61 Impala. Hey, for those of you guys that don't know, she's got a dope ass 61 Impala. Yeah. I'm serious when I say that. That shit is, shit is nice. It that is. is nice. It is. We got lucky. Yeah, now, uh, 
Is that like first, second, third lowrider, or have you had any of those? Uh, well, I grew up with cars. Yeah. Okay. Um, my dad, my dad had a '66 Super Sport. So then my cousin had a '52, and it just it just went on from there. My brother, um, rest in peace, he has a '41 Fleetline German helmet. He has a '64 in the garage. So it's just yeah. you know sounds yeah. like you know a lot about cars yeah yeah it's, it's what we, you know just you grow up that way and it's just it becomes a party you know you can't you can't let it go you can't right gotta keep it going my son my son his first car he wants a El Camino he's 15 and he doesn't want any you know he's into the little like rice rockets a little you know I don't know that's what I call him what am I saying? you know but hey. fuck it yeah he and I'm like low and slow baby but now he wants an Elko so that's dope you know yeah. my dad growing up I'll say it in Spanish, then I'll say it in English. He used to work at a taller, okay. you know, at a body shop. Yeah, okay? yeah, And um, he, used to, he was literally, like, really, truly gifted at taking, like, wrecked, ruined shit yeah. and making them brand new, mm -hmm. you know, all over again. He was really, really gifted. And uh, uh, he knew, also knew a lot about music. He knew, also knew a lot about film. I like to brag about my dad because my dad is no longer here with us, but he was a very, very talented man. And uh, this should be a message to a lot of youngsters that a lot of times when your dad tries to talk to you, please listen. You better fucking listen. Yes. Yeah, no. You know, a lot of times we think you take in it our for head, granted. Yes, you what the fuck do you know? And then when you get older, you talk to him, you start to wonder like, damn, my dad was wise. Yeah. You know, but now it's funny. My sister uh, put up a post that said something like, if my dad was here, I would like to ask him. And then uh, like kind of blank. Yeah. And then I said, well, yeah, there's still a lot of questions that I still want to ask him. Yeah, just yeah. in general. about No, life. yeah. I was just, my daughter just turned 18, you know, last Saturday on the 20th. Awesome. So I just, I caught myself. It's just as a parent, I caught myself like, you know, how you're like, when I was your age, I walked in the snow or just bullshit like that. And I, I caught myself doing that. You just, you think like if I only would have taken their advice when we were yeah. younger or, you know, but we got to live and learn, I guess. And <laughs> You know, sometimes it's the hard way, but... You, you know, now, now, since we're going to talk about music, especially, well, soul music, okay? Of course. Um, what type of music would you say you grew up with in your home as a little I girl? I grew up on classic rock. My dad, so my dad was from Juarez, Chihuahua. He, heavy accent, you know, typical yeah. Mexicano. And he just, he grew up in El Paso, though, went to high school in El Paso. He took to classic rock, the Beatles. My kids will sing you any Beatles song at any given day. Um, his records, you know, that that's where he had records, you know, he had vinyl. Yeah. I grew up on his vinyl. I had, you know, he would drink and just Mija play this record or I would just personally start messing with his, you know, with his collection. And yeah, it was it was I'm I'm a Beatles. Like in my life, I love you more. Wow. Um yeah. So I don't put it out there too much. You know, I know I don't play it. I'm into the oldies, you know, whatever, but if I could say, like, that's the Beatles, like, Chicago, Led Zeppelin, Jefferson Airplane, um, everything, you know. Wow. He had a couple records, like, his oldie, like, he had the Midnighters, um, you know, the Land of a Thousand Dead, just, yeah. Um, not really too much of that, though, just, you know, my dad would acid trip. My dad, I always tell him still to this day, I'm like, you're stuck, Pop, you're, you know, he's Your a hippie. Your acid trip? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, acid. Okay. My mom would tell us stories, you know, peyote. <laughs> he's he's a hippie. My dad's a straight hippie. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's cool. So, that's cool. Yeah. Well, I don't know if that's cool, but that's cool. No, yeah. I mean, you know what? 
I guess when I was younger, I didn't, you know, yeah, like, damn, that's my dad. You know what I mean? But right. now I'm like, all right, Pop, you know, I, I, you know, that's just him. You know what I mean? One thing about my dad that I will say this, and I don't say this braggingly, pero era bien borracho. Oh, my dad. Like, fuck, mm-hmm. pounding. Three o'clock in the morning, he had to get up at five, still drinking his fucking 40 in his drawers, you know, and go back yeah. to work, go to work fucking hungover, down a tall can, but you know what? He always went to work. Yeah. My dad worked at Los Alamitos, okay. so you can imagine after that was just drinking, you're at the racetrack, what else are you going to do? Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. So yeah, him and all my tios worked there, and yeah, my dad wasn't drunk too. That was, you know, that's why him and my mom split. He just, he's still to this day, and... Like, you know, he was never, like, an abusive drunk or anything. You know what I mean? It was music. Like, the love that I have from from music is from my dad. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, my dad just, you know, even though he was classic, like, that's just what what I hold from him, what I'll always hold from him. Did he have, like, a a big record collection, a few records? Uh, He did, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. he did. We were even sad because, like, just him being drunk all the time and just throwing them on the floor, like, they were all scratched, like... Damn, I look at, I have some of his scratched records still, and I'm like, shit, you know? Like, why, Pop? This was laying on the floor in the morning, you know what I mean? Like, fucked up. And I'm just like, damn, like, if if all of his records were, like, mint, or even if he had taken care of them, you know? Like, yeah, he'd... Yeah, he'd have a good collection. My dad was probably the first guy that I ever seen with a record collection. A lot of them were 45s. Uh One of the very first songs that I ever saw him play... Uh, uh, was a 45 because he would bring out uh, obviously he had the, re- the big records yeah. that he used to play on 78 speed okay. and, and uh, he had the, also the 45s and I used yeah. to always ask him he said Disco Chiquito and he would play it and of course uh, the, it was the Monster Mash mm-hmm. okay and I used to tell him I used to like that song yeah but he was the first guy that introduced me uh, to records. And I used to ask him, you know, can you show me how to put the needle mm-hmm. on the record? And he goes, pone ahí, no, no en el medio. Pero oh, I, yeah. I can, you know. But uh, anyway, since we're talking about music, have you seen any at all dope, uh, uh, if you will, documentaries that pertain to music? Um. Well, yours, of course. Yours are, are dope as hell. Um, <laughs> I just, I, you know what, lately... As far as music, like, to be honest, no. Like, I don't really have time okay. to watch TV yeah. too much. Right. Um, I try to make time simply because I, I it's kind of like my escape. You yeah. Know, you know what I'm saying? But um, let me recommend two of them that I've seen on Netflix. You know, And I wasn't a big Netflix guy, uh-huh. but uh, I like these two. One of them is the story of a guy named Robert Johnson. Okay. And uh, he's from Mississippi. Uh, and story, or should I say, legend has it that he sold his soul to the devil. Oh, the devil, yes. No, I, I watched, and I did that one. Okay, I watched like a little, like, I want to say maybe the first 20 minutes. I ended up falling asleep, forgot about it in the morning, but yeah. I do, yeah. Uh, somebody one. recommended it to me because the blues, he just, fuck, yeah, the, the fucking blues. Yes. I remember that one. And uh, let me tell you something interesting about him is that, you know, but a lot of, Cause that's really, I yes. mean, in that, I, I believe in all that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that deep, that, that shit's real. That shit's real. A la se le diablo. Yeah. Even Mexican families in Mexico, they all have a story que mm-hmm. se le el diablo, you know? And, and one time my dad described them and he was describing me. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> seriously? That guy, that guy sounded like me, you know? So, but, um, Robert Johnson was the first 27 year old musician that died at the age of 27. Uh, I bring that up because after that, it was uh, Jimi Hendrix, 
Janis Joplin,、oh, Jim Morrison,、shit. Nirvana. No way! Yeah, yeah.、Uh, it's the way that Nirvana. What's her name?、Uh, Kurt Cobain. Cobain. Yeah, all twenty-seven. Oh,、uh, what the fuck? Yeah, twenty-seven years old. So, and I think there was one more guy. I think he was one of the Beatles, but he、uh, passed away. Because we 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 tend to think that no, no, no.、Four. Yeah, there's five. Yeah. My homie was telling us this whole conspiracy theory, like broke my heart about the whole Paul McCartney supposedly. Yeah, yeah. I, it's you know. He was twenty-seven as well. Damn. So, so a lot of those guys might have made a fucking deal. You never know. Yeah. No. No. I. I. You know. I believe it. I. I don't. I will never discredit that music. Yeah. And, you and, know. It. It has. A, it has. Does has. It has a way of taking over your soul. You know what I mean? That's what、yeah. they. You know. No. It's true. It's true. And that guy.、Uh, um. That guy. There's only two pictures in existence of him. Only two pictures. Uh, uh, and a lot of rock legends credit him. Obviously, not not only for the blues, but also for possibly the foundation for rock music、mm-hmm. to come. Him, yeah,、um, I remember that. That's crazy. I'll tell you a good movie if you have not seen it that I like that has nothing to do with pretty much soul or、mm-hmm. uh, is uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I seen was that. Really、we went to the、one. that one. We have to. That's it's Queen. You know that was <laughs> that was yeah. yeah my kids beg to go watch it. And there was one more that I wanted to bring up. Oh. If you haven't seen it, my friend Greedy Greg, I want to give him the credit. He put me onto this、uh, series.、Uh, it's on on demand on Directv. I, I didn't even know that I had on demand, but I have every fucking channel on Directv. Yeah, dish. Yeah. <laughs>、no. um, have you seen、um, American Soul? No. Okay, it's the story of Don Cornelius and Soul Train. Okay. It's really fucking good. Yeah. Like I'm hooked. I already finished the、uh, first season in one day. You know, it's like ten, ten episodes in one、yeah. season. So now I'm on to the next one. Of course, they got people on there playing Little Richard.、Uh, they, yeah, they yeah. People playing、uh, yeah. James Brown,、uh, Gladys Knight. You know, all the legends.、Mm-hmm. You know, and it just took me back to a time where I thought music uh, was uh, real passionate, and I think that's one of the words that describes soul music. Yeah. You know, and us, and us people, us、uh, Chicanos, you know, Mexicanos,、mm-hmm. okay. We're a very passionate people, yeah, and that's why I think we can relate. I was gonna say even like, cause I listen to it all, you know, corridos, like just growing up, like my mom, my tias, like Ana Gabriel, just you know what I mean. That her voice, I don't know, I love her voice. Her voice、yeah. is just one of a kind, you know.、Yeah. But、um, yeah, like I, I, we don't. You know what I mean? You grow up on that, like you, you feel it. You,、mm-hmm. you. It's not like that anymore. I mean, I honestly, I can't say I don't listen to too many Spanish radio stations now. But just you know, I don't know if it's because that's what I grew up on or whatever. But you know,、right. yeah, it's it's we're soulful people for sure. Yes, if you get an opportunity, check it. I think you'll enjoy it. Yeah, I for think、sure. you'll enjoy it. And uh, um, uh, again, it just kind of shows you how he ended up putting that、uh, whole soul train together. We thought, or at least I thought, that people were just dying to be on his show. Yeah,、it、wasn't like that. It was about this. It was, and he couldn't get the people that he wanted to. Then he had the radio station, well,、really? the TV station, telling him, "Your numbers are low. These acts suck. You need to get the headliners." And in a sense, I was able to relate because podcasting, not knowing that I was going to go longer than I anticipated. Yeah, yeah.、Um, Just to, I think the the hardest part about podcasting is just booking artists. It's booking artists. Yeah. Porque unos cabrones se creen mucho. They want you to beg them,、mm-hmm. and I don't do that shit. Yeah, right. So, for sure. But it's whatever. So, anyways, enough about me. You ever get a chance? American Soul. Okay. American Soul, got it. So, where, where did you grow up at? 
I grew up, I was born in San Gabriel. Okay. Um, yeah, San Gabriel, grew up in La Puente, uh, moved to, you know, my brothers were trouble, my cousins <laughs> were trouble, so it was just my mom and my dad, you know, my dad was an alcoholic, so we ended up moving to uh, Fontana, like as a teenager, and Bloomington, actually, and then, yeah, but I mean, I went there was only 35 minutes away, 40, you know, okay. made it 35 now, so... Yeah, yeah, just, you know, we always kept that, you know, kept okay. our relationship. And uh, How long did you stay in San Gabriel before you got moved out? Well, no, I was born there. We went to, I've lived everywhere. I've lived in La Puente, El Monte, Rosemead, um, Phoenix. So, really? yeah, yeah, we, we've been, you know, um, and then, yeah, um, just ended up. But, yeah, I was, we were, we were in Puente till yeah, maybe, like, Moved to Rosemead when I was maybe nine or ten, but that's only like fifteen minutes away. No, I'm sorry, younger, like five or six, and then, yeah. So just fucking. Wow. Yeah. Wow. See, like me, like, like when I interview people, it's a beautiful thing finding out people's stories because I hear people say, "Oh, I went to this high school and then to this high school." Yeah. Like I met guys here that went to like five different high schools. I went to five different elementary schools. I started in Puente, but then somehow I ended up in Puente. Like from first, yeah, I went. I went to five different. I tell the kids all the time because I would suggest moving sometimes, and they're like, "No, we don't have to switch schools." I'm like, "Shut the hell up!" You, I went <laughs> to five different elementary schools. Wow. So yeah, no, but I mean, it's crazy because you end up. I started kindergarten in Puente, and I, and I graduated sixth grade from Puente, so came okay. back. You know what I mean? Okay, that'll came work. back somehow. But uh, yeah. Uh, growing up, did you play um, any instruments at all? Um, I was in band in like fifth grade and I chose the sax. That instrument to me, the sax is like, you know, I don't know, just. I was going to ask you like, why that out of maybe drums, out of maybe percussions? I, mean, I don't uh, know, I mean, just uh, the piano. fucking, like, uh, just the, the sound. Yeah, like I, the sax always like drew me in, always. Most of my girls are like, oh, we're playing the clarinet or the flute or what? And like, no, you know, I want, I want a sax. I actually had even tried play, uh, playing the, what is it, the baritone in okay. Phoenix. That shit's heavy. Like it's it's a big instrument, you know, yeah, and I'm yeah. like, what the hell? Like it took a lot of wind. You gotta you get tired fucking playing. Like if you have asthma or you fucking smoke weed, not right. good. You know what it's I not... mean? No, you can't fucking breathe. <laughs> but yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was a lot. But the sax, yeah, the sax. It was cool. It was like come from a Mexican family. A lot of brothers, a lot of sisters. Um, I have two older brothers. My brother uh, passed away. My oldest uh, is still alive, and then I have a younger brother and a younger sister. So there's five of us. Okay. okay. Yeah. That's there's, enough. Yeah. That's you enough. know, they made there, it. There's 10 of us. Yeah. I'm, I'm they, a, you, you, yeah. <laughs> they didn't I, watch too much TV back then or something, yeah, you know? Yeah, for some reason. I, I, it's funny because um, I used to always tell my dad, I was like, you know, you guys didn't have television or what did you guys, and he would, he didn't get it. He was like, why are you, why are you asking? <laughs> we were you just know? talking about that at work the other day too. Like just, you know, families are like the, you know, how many people are in, like the older, like my mom, my, my mom's um, out of 11. There was 11 mm -hmm. of them, yeah. My dad, there was only, what, maybe, like, five of him. Like, yeah, so it's it's not, you know, uh, but right, right. it's just crazy. That was a thing back then, I, you know? I mean, families, like, today, and they're like, I'm just one, or I'm just, it's just two of us, and I'm like, hell no. Like, you know. I only have two. I mean, I don't want to get too x-rated, but, like, <laughs> damn, didn't they like the bone? Like, you know? <laughs> like, damn, but, you know, it's kind of. Yeah, no, but, you know, and I mean, there's birth control now too, so I'm just saying. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. You that's know? true. But you know, back then there was none of that. He just, anyway. <laughs> um, so now, just... uh, now, now, let me ask you this: What do you think 
inspired you, motivated you, or what was it that you saw that you wanted to start spinning? I, I don't like to use the word DJ, <laughs> okay, uh, but but for the sake of the interview, let me just say DJ. DJ stands for, uh, yeah, in, in case of a youngster's watching, he may not know, mm -hmm. a disc jockey, and yep. I always try to keep it elementary for people that may not know. Yeah, because they're like, um, oh, you don't DJ, you don't mix, you don't, you know? Right. Yeah. Today, they have a new uh, word out called turntablist, but oh. that's mostly okay. given to people that cut scratch yeah, yeah, yeah. because they, they use the turntable like a musical instrument. Mm -hmm. Now what this jockey really is somebody who just plays music. Okay? Right. I get it. I, I, and I understand that. Uh, I don't consider myself anything, but I used to fuck shit up back in the day. Yeah. So I bet. Uh, um, <laughs> the, I what do you so. think? <laughs> what do you think was it that inspired you to do what you do today? Um, I'm not going to really say I was inspired. Well, I am inspired now, but I, I, Solita, okay. so that's why she's here. She's my, she threw me into it, you know? Okay. She's my soul sister instantly, like, put me up on, on everything, you know? And yeah, I just, I've only known her for like two years, and, but, um, it's just when you click, you click, when you know, you know, I met her at one of her events, and, um, yeah, I just, like, I think I literally walked in, like, singing to her shit, like, she just, you know, she'll play, like, Stuff, she plays common stuff, but then stuff, you know, that, okay, like, if you know your soul, then you know, you know, and, and um, yeah, I just started going out with her, and then, yeah, one day she was just like, like, I, I know you know your music, you know, she's like, you have an ear for it, like, yeah. you're fucking doing this, like, your yeah. vibe, you know, we go, not not even just, you know, we could be kicking it at our homie's house, you know what I mean, they, they have tables, and we're just throwing on, and it's just the vibe, you know, you just you have to make people if you really love music like you you know you you make people feel it yeah you know what i mean that's that's what it's about you know yeah. like bring it you know if you can bring it and you can just bring happiness because music that's what it is to me you know yeah. you're happy fucking throw on some music you're sad throw on some music to cheer you up you're fucking you know what i mean like right. like so so yeah that was just it you know she just she threw me in and that was pretty much it okay, okay. yeah you know i always tell people that okay now this is just for me that music is three-dimensional. And I say three-dimensional because you, you hear it, okay, you feel it. Mm -hmm. And when we did this documentary, we said, now they're going to see it. Yeah. You know, uh, because 90% of the learning it comes is, through the eyes. Exactly. It is different know? when you see shit, you know. Now, like, now, the reason why I reached out to you guys was because of this. Growing up, I didn't have much of an opportunity to see females on the turntables. Mm -hmm. Even if it was just lifting up a needle and just, yeah. you know playing records. I never saw that. And I see it now and I really, really like it. I like to shine a light on females that, because growing up, again, females never really got that shine, yeah. you know, and since we have the technology to do it now, why not? Exactly. You know, you know, why, why not help somebody uh, climb the ladder, if you, mm -hmm. will, you know, yeah. uh, uh, whether a person like you gets becomes a millionaire by playing records or not, you're doing what you love. Uh, yeah, I'm not doing it. You know what I mean? I, I like I know, obviously, we've had some haters already. You know what yes. I mean? Yes. Um, I'm not I, like I tell everybody I'm not I'm not in it. I don't spend thousand dollars on records like I don't you know what I mean? I'm not I'm not in it to. So, yeah, of course, I want to build a, a heavy ass, you know, dope ass collection, but I'm in it because I feel it. You right. know what I mean? I feel it. I want to make you feel it like that's it. Yeah, that's it. 
you know, like my um, one of, you know, another like mentor in this game, like um, Solera, my my homegirl Arlene, 5150, she was like, you know, she it's hard for somebody to pass on records. You know what I mean? You don't want to let go of shit. You don't want to, you know, but she was just like, Mija, like, why am I going to hold on to this? You know, she was like, I, I love music. If you really love music, like play it. I want you to play it. You know, I'm not out there playing it. And she handed me, you know, like a, a few good records. And it's just like, you know, yeah. that that's that's what you if you really love music, that's what you do. You know what I mean? Right. Now, now let me okay, once again, I'll just use the word DJ because that's the only word that we knew growing up. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I never ever so and I understand what she did, you know, by passing on something right. to you. Because a DJ back in the day would never oh, ever no. let anybody magic. You know, like yeah. Amen kind of brought you fuck. No, no, don't fucking touch you my know? shit. Don't ask me for <laughs> shit. Or, or I just I'm just gonna spin real quick. No, go by your own, man. No, yeah. Because th that's like your shit. Yeah, you know? no, no, you're yeah. And, and you know, like let me give an example back then when I used to buy twelve inches. Uh, say uh, Saturday comes and I buy uh, eight different records, eight mm -hmm. different 12 inches, okay? $3.99, you do the math. So you get doubles of each, so you have 16 records, but really only eight different songs, okay? That's about maybe a little bit over $60, just $60. Mm -hmm. But every Saturday, I made sure that I at least had 100 every Saturday because I okay. bought doubles of everything. And what I would do with the sleeve was uh, I would just cut it with a razor blade, take the record out, and then just tape it scotch tape so that it can keep the plastic and even with the price and then i will put it in the plastic sleeve i took good care of my yeah. shit so when a dumb bastard will come up to me and say can i buy your records with the la verga puto like you know <laughs> yeah. fuck you mean you know <laughs> fuck no. you just don't do that so i yeah. understand when she said you know what i'm gonna pass this on to you what yeah. am i gonna uh because there did come a time where i ended up selling all my records mm -hmm. i didn't want to but i knew i had gold yeah you know and and i got my money's worth yeah, as long story. as you, you know, you just, you got to share it though. You know what I mean? That's and what it's out there for. Yes. What do you put music out there for, for people to listen to, you know, yes. Yes. like it's, you know, and, and yeah, if you come across some good music, yeah, I'm going to pass it on, you know, I'm going to, you, you know what, you know, what gets me is this, I posted up that flyer. Uh, when was it? Thursday. Yes. And then right away. Here comes the haters. Oh my god. You know what? I guess we're doing something right, right? Like, I didn't really see it like that, but it's just it's funny. Like I didn't understand that. Like I I don't either, because I'm not out there like I don't. I tell even like when like our homies like got you know when when they uh, put me up on the flyers, like I was one like my first, you know, all guy lineup. I told I told my homie I was like, thank you, like mm-mm. I can't, you know, these are heavy hitters. Like, what are you doing? I can't. And he was just like, nah, like, like you bring it though. You bring that vibe. And he was like, you know what, Mija, it doesn't matter. You know, it doesn't matter what, like, just play your music. I don't right. care. We don't care what records you have. We don't care. You know, like I respect them. You know what I mean? They all even hurt. Like they, they drop money. You know, they do. Right. These, these records are no joke. You know, I'm right. not there. Single mom. To, I'm not there, you know, to be right. honest. I just, I have, you know, I've been blessed. I, I buy, I try to buy here and there, you know what I mean, when I can. Yeah. But, you know, it's just like, yeah, it's, it's you know. And I think that's what pisses people off. They're just like, who the fuck is this bitch, you know? Like, yeah. like who the fuck, like, you know? I'm like, like, and then some of them were actually How did she dudes? get on Tony's show? <laughs> you know, and some of them were dudes, like. That's fucking the worst, huh? I showed you that shit. That is the worst. That one took me by surprise. I was like, this motherfucker, okay. All right. right. I, I sent them the hook, you know, but it, it's sad. It's it's like, 
you know, it, he's okay. feeling some type of way, you know. Here's the funny part, and not to dog anybody, but I had a certain individual the next day, which was on Friday, call me up, mm -hmm. and I know he's a huge, huge soul collector, right? And I know he's watching right now. Mm -hmm. uh, no disrespect, <laughs> homie, but he said, "Why them?" That's yeah. what he said, and I said, "What the fuck you mean, why them?" And uh, I, I go, "If anything, I see them on flyers. Uh, they have a following, and I've actually gone and seen her play." You know, I was speaking about you at the, mm -hmm. at the moment. Yeah, I know, but they have no history. And I'm like, okay, tell me about you. And you, and you do? Right. All you do is just have records. You know, I mean, do you spin anywhere? Well, mm -hmm. no. Do you even have a, somewhat of a following at right. least? No. I got it. I, I said, I don't get I don't get it, bro. I said, look, you're hitting on a female. This is a woman, you know? And I just said, look, dude, I, I don't know if you're going to be mad at me for this. I said, but I just can't believe we're even having this conversation. And yeah. you call me specifically for this. I think it's that like machismo shit too. You know what I mean? Probably. Like but uh, again, I don't get it. <clears throat> Usually when I have female rappers here, I always ask them, do you, do you have any haters? And of course they say, yeah. And 90% of the time it's men. Yeah. No, it is. It's, it's sad. Like we, you know, I honestly, I'm like drama free, peace don't mm -hmm. have beef with any females and if i do they're nice to my face you know what i mean like it's right. that type of shit you know right. we don't we're not about that you know what i right. mean like i'm not here to hate on you you i i mean as you can see i repost anybody anytime you know i'm, right. I'm gonna support you you know like right. like why not why you know you're trying to do your thing let me do my thing i'm not right. you know what i mean it's just help each other out you know but yeah it's you know, you it, know it, that and, comes and, with it and in all fairness let me say this Anybody out there that spins has a huge record collection and it's got at least a following where people actually go see you. Yeah. All you got to do is request yourself, go to rodingradio at gmail.com and we'll look at it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I That's don't have a problem inviting there. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I don't. But when you feel entitled and then put somebody else down because yeah, you didn't get asked. that shit ain't cool. That shit is not cool. That, that was my thing. That's I was just like, okay, well, are you're mad because you didn't fucking get ass to spin that's it bottom so, of the, like because if you know obviously you wouldn't be talking about me if tony you know what i mean it's right, just right. it's it's sad though it's like trippy like that's I what i think tripped out there was like one feet that one you know female that we saw and then and it was probably a fake account too you know what i mean so it's like yeah, you're gonna talk shit at least be public so i can fucking talk shit back or exactly, something i won't you know that's why we liked it right away we right. liked her comment because it was like all right, cool, right. homegirl, we see you. You know yeah. what I mean? That's it. Jealousy will get you nowhere. Nowhere. But, but on, nowhere. On that note, we're going to go ahead and take a 10-minute break. We're going to come right back. For we're going to sure. continue to chop it up. And uh, you got some records you brought. Yeah, you got records. Okay, cool. All right. Okay, everybody. Uh, once again, call somebody, text somebody, pay somebody, slap the shit out of somebody, just like we did in that intro, and let them know that Suzy Q is in the motherfucking building. Uh, if you need to go take a shit, go warm up some popcorn, go get a Modelo, come back. And chill with us because we're going to be talking about soul music. Be back in 10 minutes. Welcome to Rodium Radio and I am your host, Tony A. The Wizard. We started a GoFundMe page because we need you to help us meet our goal. And our goal is to release a Chicano rap documentary. And we need you to be a part of this. Everyone who contributes will have certain incentives offered to them. For an example, I'll name one. Your name will be on the credits of the film. Everyone who gives, everyone who contributes, 
uh, their name will be on the credits. That's just one thing that we have to offer it. But yet, if you read the description, you see other incentives for your contribution. If you've seen the Rhodium Mixtape documentary, you will not be disappointed with this documentary shining light on Chicano rap, the Chicano culture. It is something that can be used as an educational tool uh, now and in the future. So once again, help us meet our goals so that we can start production. And remember this, we have a voice and we will be heard. We're back now to Jack Off Hour. This is Tony A. The Wizard on Rodian Radio with the podcast of Slapjack Culture Fat Ass with a Fat Ass Dick. So we're going to go ahead and jump right back into it. But before I do, I want to give a special shout out to Blanca from Bobby D Presents. Much love, much respect to Blanca. She's always had my back and that's a good friend to have in your corner. So thank you very much for being there, Blanca. Much love. Uh, but now we jump right back into it with Suzy Q. But I love Blanca too. Love you, Blanca. Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's my girl. Yeah, she's the boss lady. Now um, I'm gonna get a little quiz here. When I say soul music, what are some of the first artists that come to your mind? Otis Redding, um, Brenton Wood, um, Alton John. To me, it's funny that you gave me the coaster because <laughs> I don't know with Alton John, huh? Yeah. I, you know, you could, you could feel, I could, I could feel it. That's, that's what's soul to me. You know what I mean? It doesn't, okay. you know, yeah, of course, you know, it's that, that rare soul that, but just, you know, soul music, it's just, you know, you feel it in your right. soul. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. Um, the Elgins, um, four tops. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. You know, it's funny because one day I was asked that when I was being interviewed on the podcast, what's soul music? And the first ones that actually came to my mind, well, one of them was actually Otis Redding. Mm -hmm. The other one was uh, Marvin Gaye, Aretha Franklin. I said Al Green. And yeah, uh, there, was one, sure. there was one more that I said. And this one guy, he said, nah, nah, that's not so. He goes, well, it is, but that's more like radio. So I go deeper than that. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, look, that's just kind of like rap. And then people saying, but I love underground hip-hop yeah 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 no no exactly you know, i get it bro i get it but we're not battling here. I, yes you asked me a you, question what, what i like i'm telling you what i like that's that, it exactly. you know it ain't you know and now soul music for an example uh he asked me to explain what i thought soul music was mm -hmm. okay i said well you know what first of all let's talk about um it's a mixture of r&b uh what we would call rhythm and blues mm -hmm. um uh, what was the other word I was looking for? But a little bit of also gospel. Uh, a oh, yeah, for okay. sure. Yeah. Now, a, a lot of people may say gospel, well, because a lot of people don't realize that a lot of these singers came from the church. Yes. But, I hear even some gospel stuff. Like, it, it gives me the chills, you know? Like, haven't been to church in a minute, but I used to go, you know, yeah. and, and just that you know they they do they do that gospel mm -hmm. and i'm not gonna like i if you get the chills if music can make you get the fucking chills then you know <laughs> what i mean that's that's when that's soul music that's right. when it hits you that's that's at that point where that shit touched your soul yes you yes. know and if you listen to a lot of al green music he uses a oh, lot of man. Uh, a lot of that organ one. yeah which they use in the church in, in the yep. church mm -hmm. uh another documentary that i wanted to bring up and that i recommend uh, to both of you guys, in case you have not seen it, uh, it's on Netflix. The Sam Cooke. Oh, I saw it. Oh, that I one saw was that really one. Good. Yeah, that, that one, one was. was it was good. sad. It was. It was good. Uh, you yeah, know, I didn't. Yeah, it was sad. I'm gonna tell you what touched me on that one. I don't know Bring if it was it his father or his pastor, 
when he told, I guess, the pastor, or I'm not sure if his pastor was the father, and I'm kind of paraphrasing the the, the story. But he said, I want to make music for the world. That's what yeah, he said. Yeah, it was his, uh, the pastor. Yes, yeah. and he had said something like, quote him a scripture, for what is the profit of man to gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Yeah. And then, you know, he becomes a big star. He and has his hits, moves out to L.A. and gets gunned down and gets, you know, get, dies. Yeah. he dies. You know, I, I think that touched me more than his music because his music's beautiful. No, their story, yeah. yeah sure. I don't know if it's true, but my homie told me that Mary Wells, that Mary Wells died broke mm -hmm. and alone. Look, they I don't most, know. they mostly do. It's it's yeah. They mostly do, and because back then, okay, let's take certain hip hop artists since we're talking about being broke. Mm -hmm. All the originals that paved the way, and uh, uh, if you will, did the foundation. Or create the foundation for these rappers today yeah. to uh, eat. You know, that's why you have the the Little Pumps, the Tekashis, and the Nicki Minaj. They're all eating off of the, the godfather of hip-hop that yeah, laid the foundation. Sure. Hip-hop was uh, something new. The, the This industry thought it was going to be a fad. It'll be in and out. So they didn't know how to market it. Yeah. It was still new. So a lot of these guys had hits on the radio, but no money. No yeah. money. Today, you got people that could be social media famous, to, yeah. you know, and make money. Millions. And these guys are still broke. So I understand when I hear people like Mary Wells or whoever else is broke as hell. Oh, yeah. Doesn't take away their talent. Yeah. You know, it just. Me and you could, could be sitting down in front of Mary Wells, if you will, and mm -hmm. then still idolize her, whether she oh, was broke or not. Yeah. I. You know, so. I think it. It made me respect her more. Well, if that's true, when I, when, when he told me that, I was just like, damn, you know what I mean? Just because her music, you know what I mean? Right. Her music that she put out, you know, and not even, you know, if you listen to like her LPs or not even just the comments, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it just, it, it, it touched you, you know what I mean? Even just like the whole, like, I, I love Etta James, you know, but just when I just read up on her and, and how, you know, that we think they're just celebrities they're happy money makes you you know money buys and it's like nah you could you're you're dying inside half of them are dying inside you yeah. know yeah so yeah that's just yeah. just crazy that just goes to show you know and even in that uh series of the soul train it shows a lot of uh, uh a lot of these people that we thought were like living you know super large mm -hmm. really weren't yeah like, they just had a regular old house and yeah. was like make sure you just buy me something to eat after the show type of deal <laughs> yeah <know? laughs> and, and the sad thing is and this is not throwing anybody under the bus. There's a lot of rappers today. The sad thing is that on social media, they make it look like they're winning. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, for sure. You know, pero... Do it you for know, the gram. Yeah, they're eating pop ramen at home. You know, but... Making spreads. No, yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, now, I'm talking too much, but I need you to... Here's the thing. Uh, can, can you bring up your records? Okay. She brought us some of her collection. And the reason why I wanted you to bring it up, because I think this is what makes... Uh, this, if, if you want to call it a movement, mm -hmm. different. Can you turn it sideways so they can actually, there you go. Um, They're not all a mess. What it is <laughs> that you guys spin on 45s. Yeah. So there's no albums, no 12 inches. Nope. 45s. Now, who do you think, if you will, inspired just the 45s, what you guys just said? We're just going to spin on 45s. I mean, was it just always like that from the from the beginning with you guys, or? Well, yeah, that's kind of how you you have to like if you're in this. I mean, there is you know like I have LPs you know at the same time, uh -huh. but 
but it's it's about the forty fives, you know. A little bit over here, so yeah. it doesn't block you too much. There you go. go. Yeah, it's about it's about the forty fives, you know. That's all she she has, you know okay. what I mean. I and to be honest with you, like I grew up on my dad had you know the thirty threes, the LPs. I didn't. I maybe saw five or five, yeah, five or six of these. You know, right, when right. I was young, he didn't buy 45s. He had the okay. albums, you know, he had the collections. He had, so, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy. Like, yeah, you, you buy one song, you know right. what I mean? One Two. Song. I you mean, can, the can one I good one? one. Yeah. Okay, just put one out. Anyone. Uh, doesn't matter. Let's see. Oh, this is a good one. Okay. Know. So now I'm going to pull it out and I usually don't touch the vinyl. I'll just touch it from right here. Mm -hmm. Now, just for those. Just in case somebody sees this video 20 years from now <laughs> and, you know, vinyl will probably be extinct yeah, unless you're a true that. collector, you know what now, but c c close that up so they can see you. Okay. Uh, this is pretty much what a vinyl looks like, vinyl 45. Now, for those of you that may not know, you should try to Google in uh, what does RPM stand for? Because they always put them up, 45 RPM. RPM. Okay. Google it and, and, and look that up. So... Um, you get two songs pretty much. Mm -hmm. Usually when I would buy like a Michael Jackson 45, you get the, the regular song like Billie Jean, for example, and then the other side be the instrumental. This side. Okay. Now, uh, the reason why I had you bring that out was because my record label, uh, when we released a song, I'm Not Your Puppet, mm -hmm. uh, we did a 45, but it came with a smaller hole. Yeah. Well, I have a few of those. Yeah. I have one in here with... Okay. Yeah. It came with a smaller hole where you didn't need no, the actual... The adapter. Yeah. So... You like big holes or small holes? It's up to you. <laughs> but, well. Yeah. So, but uh, um, we're actually going to be, we're thinking about releasing this out again. Definitely. M maybe about 100 copies. One. Yeah, maybe about 100 copies. I'm going to have to start my hip-hop collection uh, with that one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, this one is the Jewels. Gotta Jewels, find a way. Yeah, opportunity. Opportunity is the jam. Okay. That's the one that I posted today on, on, the, um, okay. on the flyer. Now, now, let me ask you this. For those that probably wonder why 45s, let's answer, let's answer the question, or should I say, why not Serato? Like, why not? Why don't you just have a laptop? It'll make things easier. You don't have to carry anything. I'm not trying to mix. I'm not a DJ. I probably, I mean, I, I could blend, you know, one song into the other with soul, but all that stuff, it's just, I love it. Don't get me wrong, but right. that just ain't, this is, this is what I love. You know what I mean? Okay. I'm, okay. I know what song I'm going to play. Just a little bit because I want them to see you. There you go. Like, I know what song I'm going to play. I know, you know, that's, that's a big thing. Like some of, you know, they have headphones, you know, they'll use, I, I rarely use headphones. Okay. You know what I mean? Because it's just like, you, you got to know. I know it's a lot of, sometimes I look at it and I'm like, I always think to myself, like my brain's probably like 70% song lyric <laughs> like even I trip out everybody that knows me they're just like bitch how do you know that song I'm like and right. not even that just any genre you know right, what I mean right. I rock out I took my son my son to a system concert like anything you know hip-hop corrido everything and anything so okay. you know and is that all you play is just soul music yeah yeah that's I want to build up like a little bit maybe of my funk collection because there's there's you know that that's out there too it's like when we're i'm more up tempo so yeah. when we go out and we do events you know like last night we were at a little we held the raffle you know and okay. and we play i mean you know she's like even more rare so than i but i, I it's 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 stuff that not everybody knows you know we right. we try to pack the comments when we go like around especially around the older crowd you know they they want Night Owl, you know what I mean? Like that shit, you know? And so I was like, okay, she had it. I was like, let me pack it. 
But yeah, it's just when you're especially like when we do the the bar scene and the lounges and stuff, you know, unless like we pretty much, you know, have our following like she they know, you know what I mean? If you come here like, yeah, we're going to we're going to get you to dance, but we're going to drop some soul on you, too, you know. Right. So um, but yeah, you know, it's just it's it's, you know, more of the the common shit, you know, you got to. Now, uh, here's another question. Um, is it hard for people that are maybe wondering, is it hard to still find 45 vinyl today? It's not. It is and it's not. I mean, okay. if you know where to go, because there's there's tons of record store. They, you you just have to go dig. Like, let's go digging for a day, you know? Yes, it's the same um, thing with us. There's a guy, like, uh, a good friend of mine, he, he came across. He was driving through, like, Venice one day, and he went to, uh, he drove through, like, an alley. And I guess this man had his garage open, and... He had records in there, you know, just literally a garage everywhere, crates, just, and so I guess he just was like, hey, man, you know, he he thought of me, he was just like, hey, like, can I dig through your, your shit, you know, and he, he, he just bought a stack, no sleeves, nothing, like nothing, just brought me a stack, he was like, I paid the dude 25 bucks for this, you know, go through them, and yeah, I got some good ones, I got Temptations, and they were, they were pretty good condition, you know what I mean, so it's just, you know, you, you come across shit, you know. Okay. My sister-in-law just, you know, she she gave me a good little stack not that long ago. Again, <laughs> no sleeves, nothing, just like, here, sis, you know, got you, right. like, go through these, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's just, it's like a treasure hunt. Okay, now let me ask you a, a, another question. Say um, there's, I don't know, Love and Happiness by Al Green. There's no 45, but they have the album. Would you just wait to find the 45? No. No, or would you know. buy the album? Yeah, I'll take the album. Okay, and would you still play it at a function? Yeah, okay. I just would. I hope I wouldn't be like drunk and I can see because you got to find the line to where to start playing your fucking song on. Right. I'm going to start halfway on, you know, because you got to figure right. there's like five songs on each side or four, you know. Right. So. Right. Okay, now let me ask yeah. you a question. Say I'm just somebody off the street and I see you playing your 45s and I ask you, is there a crowd for this? And I'm going to tell you, yes, because everywhere we go, we bring it. You know, we could be at Backyard Boogies, you know okay. what I mean? And it's it's guaranteed, you know. Like I said, we just, we're in it to bring you the music, to make you feel it, to share it, you know. Right, right. And yeah, like we, our, our supporters, like, I don't know, the love, it, it's, it's you know, crazy. Because like my boyfriend, you know, the the love that you, like your, your friends and your, your, crowd you know shows like the vibe he was just like i walked in you know to to like your one of your first parties and the vibe was just there like you guys are just he's all, i don't know if it's because you guys are all fucking stoners but <laughs> he was like i walked into a cloud of fucking happiness or something but yeah it's just you just gotta it's just the environment you know you you okay. you are the company you keep now uh, uh you know what if i may ask you to put them down because i want them yeah. to see you um uh, now I know you spin uh, at the Scamming Jam. Oh, uh, no, she does. Okay. She did, yeah. I thought I seen your, your name on the flyer. I was flyer. there. No. Okay. I'm just there. Okay. <laughs> oh, I think that's where I met you, though. Yes. Okay. That's where we met. Yeah, you're, yeah we were rocking out. Right. Yeah. Uh, now, um, how, how was the... Because I know they have, like, the... If you want to call it... I call it the throwback room. The big... The, the big room. jam room. Yeah, the jam room. Because that's pretty much... Room. Yeah, both. Scam. Okay. <laughs> both. Uh, um... Oh, I got a story about that. <laughs> oh, I'll tell wow. you after, okay? All right. Um, I love their music there because they play freestyle. They play yeah. even search some way funk, whatever. Uh-huh. Uh, 
And then in the other room, that's where they play all the, the soul. Uh, how was the crowd there? Um, it's we have like our so when when we go places like I said like it's our our crew will be there they they filter in and out you know it's jam and jam they're okay. there to jam out to be in the big mm -hmm. room but we have our it, it's always packed though it really like it'll get you know it'll mm -hmm. get packed it just it, it comes and goes you know for the majority okay. though it's it's packed and then a lot of people don't even know about that little room sometimes like especially if you're new to scam right. they don't know that you could go to your right or straight you know they just they're going straight you know they're going into right you know to right. go jam out but you, you know um now i know soul music and i'm not going to sit here and try to say that I have a fucking PhD in just soul music, you know, because right. I don't. It's just what I grew up with. Uh -huh. Okay. Same. I mean, I knew um, I'm your puppet, and I sampled it. We got a record deal off of it. Played uh, it last night. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, I did uh, Sit in the Park by Billy Stewart, you know. Mm -hmm. So we, uh, as, as a culture, as a people, we uh, we love that kind of music. Yeah. And we actually even incorporate it in our music, yes. our hip hop music, if you will. It's funny because my son, like now you say that, like, well, he's he's big. My son's like an old soul. Duran Jones, okay? So Duran Jones, I didn't know about him till my son put me up on them a couple of years. Like he, okay. he just, he loves that modern soul. He loves that. And of course, probably because of what, you know, he grew up on and what, what we listened to. And, um, but yeah, like he, he, uh, he just, he has that like he he put me up on that you know yeah, yeah. now now the reason why I, I brought these songs up is because i had certain individuals tell me there's a certain way you play soul music now i've never been somewhere where all they did is just play soul music all yeah. night long i i haven't so i'm not gonna sit here you gotta and, come check whenever uh, i'm gonna have to out well. now the reason why i brought that up is because i had a female friend about two years ago that I went to go see her spin. Mm -hmm. I had gotten there at the very end, so I never really got to hear it. And right. another DJ went up there, set up his laptop or whatever. And I asked her, how did you do? Oh, it's cool. And then she said, yeah, I'm just gonna get out of here. And I saw that she was a little bit uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And uh, it really bothered me because she goes, I just gotta go home to my kids. And I was like, is everything all right? Yeah. So I'm walking her outside, my boy's parking, and I'm just telling wait, we're gonna leave too, cause she's leaving. Mm -hmm. I said that because a guy follows her outside and I couldn't believe the words that were coming out of him. He said, man, you know what? He said, I don't know why they even fucking hired you. He said, your set was shit. You were fucking everywhere. He goes, you got no rhythm. You got nothing. All you're doing is playing records. You were everywhere. So I thought about that. And even though that was disrespectful and I stood up for her and mm -hmm. I told her to get the fuck out of here, you know, I always thought, is there a certain way to play these songs or do you just play songs like? Well, you got to, I mean, you do got to keep up the beat. You right. can't go from, you know, you can't go from like Mary Wells to so like by war, you know what I mean? Okay. You can't, you, okay. you gotta, that's why I was saying like, you gotta know your records. You have to know your songs. I actually even try, you know, sometimes, sometimes mm -hmm. I'm a little slow, but I try to, to blend it. Okay. You know, you gotta, you gotta blend it in. Like, that's why I said, like, I don't really use headphones because I'm trying, I'm trying to just, you know, train yourself to, to know right. your records. You know what I mean? Okay. Know your records, know what you're going to play next. You know, when I'm up there, like, you know, last night, like somebody's trying to talk to me while I'm up there. And, and even if it's just a backyard boogie, whether right. it's a backyard boogie or an actual event, like, I get it when you guys get pissed off or DJs, period, like fucking no requests. You know, it's like, leave me the fuck alone. I'm in my zone. Like, don't talk to me right now. Don't touch my records and don't talk to me. You know, right, right. you just, you know what I mean? You ain't got time for that shit. You're up right. there. You're trying to rock the crowd. You're trying. I'm trying to keep these people vibing with me and yeah. grooving with me, you know? So, 
So yeah, like you just you have to know your shit. You know, okay. you gotta. I I try. I try. You know, sometimes I'm like, oh shit. Like I'll be like, oh that didn't go, but they they're still going as long as they okay. don't. You know. So it's a lot similar to when a DJ like the the jam room. They got to keep it yes, going. It's yeah. the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We keep it. We don't take breaks. Okay. We don't do nothing. Literally, like, it's like, well, we'll start talking shit. Like, if it, the break's too long or your break, right, you know, right. in between, like, okay. we'll start talking shit. But. Okay. And, and, and for the record, uh, the reason why they're called 45 is because you play them on 45, 45 speed. 45 speed. Now. 45, 33. I, I try to keep my interviews, uh, uh, if you will, very informative with details. Mm -hmm. uh, I had a lady that came here that I interviewed named Violet Brown. And she told me something very interesting that she did a uh, interview for a museum, okay, an interview for a museum. And every time she mentioned forty-five, she had to show it. She, she every time she mentioned, happened to mention cassette, she had to show it. She mentioned album, she had to show it. Twelve-inch single, she had to. So at the very end of her two-hour interview, she pretty much said, "Like, what was all that for?" They said that they were going to seal that uh, interview for a hundred years in a time capsule like the archive. Oh, yes, shit. and then bring it out in a hundred years. So, Whoa. yes. So that's crazy. Uh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. So when I did my, well, when we did our documentary, I made sure when somebody said boombox, you saw one. Mm -hmm. And that's where I got the idea. Yeah. From. Cassette, you saw one. So I try to keep it very simple for people yeah. that may not know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that you guys just solely play uh, 45. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, how, how big is the movement here in LA? Is there a lot of females oh. that are doing this? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. There's a lot, like, you know, like I told you, like, you know, her, like, Solera 5150, um, a lot of our homegirls, you know, Chicana movement, um, Gen Love, um, you know, Dub City Solera, like, I like her, SGV Solera, there's, there's a lot, there's, there's okay. a lot of women that I respect that have been in it, and, and a lot of them are now, like, they, they have sick-ass collections, you know, mm -hmm. and then they don't come out too much, you know what I mean, we're just doing it, like I said, I'm just, I, I always, you know, I understand, I understand the hate sometimes from people, because they're just like, who, like I said, who the fuck is this bitch, you know, she doesn't even have a collection, all her shit's common, like, why her, you know, right. why her, that's it, but I, I fucking, I don't, I don't, not that I don't need it, I would love to, I, that's, that's what right. you, a real collector, yeah, like, that guy was like, oh, get some real collectors with history, you know, right. well, I'm trying to fucking make my history right now, <laughs> You know what I mean? That's exactly. that's what I'm trying to do. So all good. Now, uh, you mentioned the word uh, solera. For those that may not know possibly what that means or what does that word come from, can you care to elaborate? Female soul, Hispanic Spanish for you know you feel it. You're a solera. You you okay. know solera, solero. You know. What I mean? So it's almost like saying in Spanish, uh, soul spinner. Yeah. Okay. But it's flipped or remixed solera or solero for if you're a man. Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty dope. And one thing that we talked about that, um, what did, what do you believe that this movement start? I mean, I, I, for me, I, I'm going to say where I, like, it started for me in LA, you know what I okay. mean? In Los Angeles, like okay. the, that's, you know, the high, I, there's, there's everywhere. There's, there's big collectors. There's, you know, te I Texas, my dad, you know, like okay. in, in Texas, there's a lot of, you know, I know there's some, so, but yeah, for me, I mean, personally for me, it started like in, in LA. This is only because she goes to the Bay a lot, you know, that, that's, that's, it's, it's big up there too. Okay. It's big everywhere. Even Chicago. Like I, I have a, a homie that followed like from Chicago. It's crazy, but you just have to, I think you just have to follow, you know, as long as you have the love for that, that music and okay, you know what I mean? But uh, the, the reason why I, I ask where did it start is because uh, I have a friend, uh, his name is Mike Flores, 
and he's doing a documentary on DJing. Well, more on, uh, I don't know the right word, e e EDM music or- Oh, the rave shit. Yeah, I don't yeah, get yeah, into yeah. that shit, so I barely know it. Uh, but my son would tell me about it, and he, uh, this guy, Mike Blowers, is tracing the history back to backyard parties here in East LA. That that's pretty much the foundation for everybody who's made it big now. That's where it all started, so we documented that. Yeah. How, how would it blow up, blow uh -huh. up? I kind of wanted to do that starting here and document this in a sense by doing an interview and saying before this thing fucking really spreads like right. wildfire, let's get down and say, where did it really start? Yeah. Here. Well, I remember like when you were talking, when you were telling me about the B-Boy yes. shit, you know? Yeah. Like where that really the, started. Where the breakdown came yeah. from the yes. break. Yes. Yeah. Dope, dope. So listen, we're going to go ahead and uh, uh, give you a little opportunity to give shout outs. Okay. Uh, but first and foremost, I want to uh, say that we come to the end of time and I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to uh, chop it up with you. For sure. You no, know? it was a pleasure. And I need to definitely go, che go check you guys out. Yeah, Spin. for sure. Okay. So go ahead and give a shout out. And, uh, you know, if you want to acknowledge the haters, <laughs> go ahead. Um, shout out to my babies, Desiree and Anthony. I love you guys. The mamas. I'm, I'm away from them, you know, sometimes doing my thing. But just I'm just trying to spread the love. Um, Blanca, love you. Bobby D presents. Um, uh, Boulevard Maid sporting their shirts. You guys go check them out. Follow them on Instagram. Um, just my girl Solita, Ash, uh, Frankie, everybody. Just anybody that supports me that, you know, that just no hate. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not in this. I'm not trying to be anybody. You know what I mean? I'm just, you know, just, Dope. just in it. Yeah. You're doing what you love. Yep. That's it. I'm doing and, what I love. And, you know, and it's fun doing it. So. Um, so anyway, sure. somebody asked, Tony, really stop drinking. No, but I'm going to start in a little bit. Okay. So, shots, shots, shots. Yes, yes I'm not Shoot! trying to, I'm not trying to we're lose, it easy. I'm not trying to lose fans. <laughs> but, um, okay, everybody. So we're going to go ahead and get the party jumping and, uh, we're going to bring, uh, Solita out. Uh, uh, we're going to chop it up with her. So right. make sure you My call girl. somebody, take somebody, slap the shit out of somebody, let them know that Solita is in the motherfucking building. Shoot! We'll be back in 10 minutes. So slap your girl across fat ass, but you're fucking, uh, we'll be back. 10 minutes. <laughs> you're back now at the Jack Off Bible with the podcast of Slap Your Across Your Fat Ass with the Fat Ass Dick. And I'm Tony A. The Wizard, your motherfucking host. And um, we extended the promo code for the Rodeo Mixtape documentary. For those of you that still want 20% off, you can view it for unlimited streaming at documentary.com. And we're almost done working on the artwork for the Blu-ray coming soon. Okay, so we're going to be releasing the Blu-ray soon. A lot of you hit me up for uh, the, the hard copy. You know, and it's funny because whenever I come out with the hard copy, people always say, I don't have a CD player. I don't have a DVD. Then don't fucking ask. Okay. So uh, once again, I'm running out of the high C. Get at me. Uh, um, this is the first uh, high, uh, um, high C album that I produced. I only produced half of the second album. But we, we put in three extra songs on that one. Um, the Rody Mixtape Documentary, four for 30 bucks. A limited time only, four for 30 bucks. Uh, once again, four of them I did, four of them Dre did. I don't know if I'm going to be repressing them after. So you want to get them, get them now. If you don't get them, oh well. So um, other than that, the GoFundMe page, uh, it's on my bio. It's on the description here on YouTube. And it's also on the bio on my Facebook. So um, if you want to bless us, cool. If you don't, then don't talk. But we need just a little bit less than $1,000 uh, $1, so that we can get, get finish getting the rest of our equipment. But without further ado, please allow me to introduce the one and only Solita. Hello. How you doing? Pretty good. 
How's your Sunday so far? Pretty good. I got my girls with me and shows pretty much flowing. So oh, yeah? Here we are. <laughs> uh, uh, and and uh, um, you had a busy day today, slow day, or how's your day been? Everything good? Everything's good, yeah. Okay, okay. And your weekend? The weekend, Always, Friday, yeah, Saturday. You know. You, you know what's funny? Because I pretty much do the same shit every damn day because I'm, I'm blessed enough and I don't have to get up and go clock in somewhere. Okay. I do what I love and I get paid and I'm thankful for that. So when people say, what are you going to do this weekend? I do it every day. Yeah. You know, so. Uh, 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 now, let me ask you this. Solita, where did that name come from? Um... It has a lot to do with just collecting soul records. Okay. But also, um, my dad was a former um, Three Souls in my mind, former um, El Tri. He was a drummer, so that always kind of like, Solita, that's me, you know? Okay. Okay. Now, let me ask you this. Um, have you seen anything good lately on TV? On TV? As in movies or as in anything. music? It doesn't matter. Um, Three's Company, Sanford and Son, whatever. Um... Let's see. There's that uh, Slipping Into Darkness on HBO. That's pretty good. Okay. It's a short Chicano film. That's pretty good. And also, I like um, my homie put out Flaco Soul. He put out um, The Soul of Lincoln Heights. It's also a short documentary. It's pretty good. Okay. You, you know what movie I didn't see? I don't know if you saw it. I think, see, I'm a, a lowrider. Did you ever see that? Uh, no, I think I seen that movie Mission, though. Mission? Mission. It's like oh, yeah, about yeah, yeah, San Diego. Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, yeah. lowriders and... But oh, there was there was one that just came out. I think it was like last year that it was called uh, Lowrider. I think it was called Lowrider. Oh, no, I haven't. Okay, so somebody I gotta uh, check it out. Yeah, or well, maybe two years ago. I don't even remember. I think somebody told me that uh, Esteban and uh, Mr. Cartoon. Oh yeah, that's um, a good one out too on Netflix. You know? No, that's uh, um, LA Original. LA Original. Yeah, yeah, I seen that one. I mm -hmm. enjoyed that one. But the Lowrider movie, I, ne I have never seen. But uh, anyways, me, I watch a bunch of bullshit on TV. Yeah. Uh, usually, one of my favorite sitcoms ever was uh three's company after that i don't think i've ever had a, a favorite oh sitcom. my god that's so funny because back in the day i was like punk rock for real and i had that fucking haircut the janet so like all my homies would make fun of me they're like oh here comes janet you know like and i just own that shit you know for real yeah punk rock punk rock i would have never thought yeah wow i always kicked it with like you know all my homies were diverse so they always welcomed me with open arms like you know so so did you wear like the Doc Martin, the monkey boots, everything. or the, yeah. the bondage pants, the everything? The full on, yeah, get up. Oh shit, do you still have pictures like that? Yeah, I do. You yeah, need I to do. post some up. Throw I will, <laughs> throwback. Huh. That's cool. And, and do you still bump that? I do. I fucking, my heart's punk rock, for sure. My Wow. My soul's sweet. <laughs> you, know, you know, one of my boys, he had a tattoo on his on his cab, and it was O-U-I, and it's, he, and I said, what is that? He said, oi. That's oi. what he said. Yeah. So I asked him about that, and he said that's what punk rock originally was. Well, or? actually, oi is a in the UK is like hello, like you know, oi. Okay. So punk rock, a lot of the punk rock came from the UK. Okay. So that's why they use that term, oi, which means it's it's more like a style, like street. It's called like street punk, you know. Okay. Um, skinheads, uh, like you know, they use that term too. Oi is just like a form of saying like. It's a muse. It's a style of music, but also, okay. you know, it comes from the UK. Oi means okay. what up? You know, oi is. I guess it's kind of like the English word for zoics. Remember, yeah, fucking Scooby Doo. Mm -hmm. I was trying to be funny. Anyways, 
But <laughs> it, I ask a lot of goofy and weird questions, so please don't mind my sense of humor. No, okay? I love it. Uh, now, let me ask you this. Uh, uh, what type of music did you grow up listening to? Obviously, you listened to punk, yeah. but at home as a little girl, what would your parents play? As a little girl, like I mentioned that my dad was a drummer. And um, so classic rock, blues, um, classical music, orchestra, um, Spanish ballads, 50s rock and roll, and and like from Mexico City, like Mexico, like yeah. 50s and 60s rock and roll. Um, we weren't allowed to listen to oldies at home, honestly. My mm. parents came from Mexico City. They came to East LA. We're getting punked by the fucking pachucos. So like oldies was a no, you know, that shit was boring to them. Right, right. You know, so then um, my sister was a teen when I was a little kid. Yes. And so she would, I would go to her house and she'd be cleaning house to these compilations. And I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Like, why do I feel this heartthrob? You know, it was just crazy. It was not no Art LeBeau dedications. It was like on some real shit, right. like deep. I didn't know what a fucking heartbreak was. You know, I was a little ass kid, but something about that sound was just like, fuck, gravitated. And that was uh, it, you know? Right, right. You know, uh, years ago, I spoke to this one man, and he was talking to me about blues music. Mm -hmm. And that's what he talked about, a lot of heartbreak. Heartbreak, you know? yeah. Uh, and it's funny, because if you listen to a lot of Spanish music, I like to make fun of it, because it's all about, ya me dejó, la voy a dejar, esta cabrona, me voy a agarrar otra. You know, I was like, fuck, that is heartbreak. You know what I'm saying? But... But yeah, uh, and a lot of drinking, obviously. But he was telling me about blues, you know, how he came from uh, Louisiana. And uh, originally from Mississippi. Uh, and, uh, oh, well, Miss, but he lived in New Roads, Louisiana. Let me get that right. Because when I just say Louisiana, that's all in general. So I have to, uh, New Roads. And he said he came over here and, he go, and all he did was blues. He goes, and I noticed that when I stopped listening to blues, finally, I stopped drinking. So, and I guess drinking and blues or drinking and soul musical hand in hand or whatnot. But um, when did you start, uh, if you will, uh, spinning, spinning. Y y y your your uh, vinyl? What now? What did I know? She said that uh, um, Suji Q said that you encouraged her or inspired her to do this. Uh, did anybody do that for you as well? No, honestly, I was in a long term relationship, and I I. Just something in me lost my individuality, you know, just compromising. And I just said, when it was over, I'm like, I'm going to be so dope at something. I'm going to find this hobby and be fucking dope where okay. I don't need anybody, you know? Right. And so I had reached out to my homies like, you guys got to fuck. I'm, I think I want a DJ. Like, I'm fucking sick of watching all these, like, being male dominant, you know? So I was, I was like, I'm over it, you know? Right. I want to come through and you guys got to help me come through correct. Shut these motherfuckers up, you know? So pretty much, I every fucking day, I would go to my homie's house, and we were just, fuck, he taught me all about, you know, um, transition, mixing, keeping oh the flow, making it sound like a fucking full-on song, and just keeping it rocking. And so pretty much then after that, um, I got that down. Something just told me to, I was just gravitated to that soul shit. So then I... I knew exactly what what I was looking for, digging and stuff, but then um, I'm all, I've been doing this shit for three less than three years, you know. Okay. So started digging. I knew labels, you know, and then um, from there on, I I became co like friends with my co like collectors that actually have like, mind you, that my 
my like records have to be in this really good condition. I'm playing them out loud all the time. Right. So they have to be like VG near mint. You know, they have to be in a good, good quality. Right. So these my homies that were like I became friends with are collectors. So I'm pretty much like something popped up and I was ready with the money. And that's how my collection just kind of grew. Hmm. Okay. Now, I was sharing with her how record collecting for me in the 80s. Um, I mean, my I think I started collecting records when I was in fourth grade because one of my first records was uh, Kiss. But it was albums. You know, I didn't yeah, know nothing about singles. You yeah, know? for sure. Uh, and Blondie, I think, was next, and uh, just some other other shit. But when I got deep into my collecting, it was when I was in like my teen years, 16, 17 years old, when I, or maybe even 15, when I started buying doubles of everything, you know. And the shit got expensive because after mm -hmm. a while, you want to get all the latest shit, you know. And if it runs out, it runs out. They don't know when they're going to get some more or whatnot. And you want to be with the guy at the party, at the club, at the hall spending the best shit now uh and I, I would my budget would be every saturday at least about 100 bucks right. uh, how expensive does it get for people today buying 45s well <laughs> what is the price range today i know it varies can you shed a little bit of light for people today that are buying 45s or some cheap or some expensive yeah sure well if you if you dig and you just get you find that treasure you got lucky you know but for the most part and like i said about the quality and everything you got to make sure that it's going to play while you're playing it out loud as far as for me you know being right. a, a dj but also the collect as a collector you want you want that like you know that good play and that's going to last you every every time you play a record and you know this that mm -hmm. it where is it down every time you drop that needle you right. know so if you think about it like you're playing four times a week your shit's got to be fucking in some bomb-ass condition, you know? Right, right. Can you speak a little bit closer? Oh, sure, sure. To <laughs> I'm doing that. <laughs> yes, but but now, um, I have a couple of homies that have shown me like 45s that were, they told me, oh, I bought that one for like 200 bucks. Right. I bought that one for like 350. Mm -hmm. and, I, and now, keep in mind, my 12-inches were, you know, 399. Yeah. I used to throw fucking 45s away, you know? As soon as it broke, Oh, well, yeah, whatever, fine, yeah. you know, but I didn't understand $200 to me. That was fucking insane. Right. Uh, do you spend that much money on your? I do. Really? And I do. And honestly, because being a female, like put me next to any fool that's been collecting for, you know, decades and I could go fucking one for one. That goes for the haters too. Really? You know? Wow. So... You know, I like I said, when I wanted to come through, I wanted to come through correct. Right. And it, so, yeah, I made it a point. I, I stay ready when something pops up that I've been wanting on my want list. I'm going to drop that cash. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I remember I used to call up Steve uh, and uh, the guy that I was telling you about earlier, uh, the Japanese man from the city of Whittier who loved oldies. Okay. And when I say oldies, of course, I'm speaking of soul music. Okay. Right. Uh, he used to have a collection uh, this is how much he loved fucking oldies, and he he would go toe to toe with a lot of these record collectors because mm -hmm. he collected everything. For those of you that are Rhodium uh, fans or Rhodium mixtape fans, look them up. Uh, uh, some of you may still have them. I still have my copies. He had a set of all oldies that he would call backseat memories. Like he even came up with that name, mm -hmm. 
And he just put nothing but oldies. And it was just playing back to back, back to back, back to back. And I still have those. But they're called backseat memories. And they would fucking sell. Because to a lot of us, those songs just never got old. So I could understand how people would book you guys mm -hmm. and just say, come spin. And people will still groove and still jam. Because obviously there's still a market out there for it. Yeah. You know, like, um, um, I took a break from music from like 2007 to 2017. One of the first clubs that I went to, it was all funk. Like they played funk all fucking night. And I'll be honest with you, I, I could not believe like there's fucking people dancing. I see girls that are 21 years old, 22 youngsters all grooving to this. And I'm thinking, how do they know? But it's because most likely they were raised with it. Just like you it's were It's a home feeling, it. even if you weren't raised with it it's just like a, a home feeling that uh -huh. i feel like oldies and funk gives you like even if you don't recognize it you're gonna groove you know right it's just it's a comfort okay how, how big is your record collection uh oh how, i should ask you how long have you been collecting like i said a little under three years okay, okay. but when i take something and then i take a hobby like not, it, it was a hobby in the beginning then it, be, it became kind of like a you know my money maker mm -hmm. Aside from my day job or whatever, um, promoting. I got a couple nights in downtown. Right now I'm on pause, but you right. know, I got my own nights in LA. I got um, working on the groovy thing in um, Chinatown okay. at the Madeley Lounge. And then I also have footsies on a Wednesday called Nothing But a Heartbreak. And I'm also a resident at Scam and Jam. Okay, okay. Now, uh, um, when you. You first got your first gig. Do you remember your first gig? Oh, I remember that shit clearly. Okay. And how was it that night? Was it like picking up the needle like this? No, it wasn't. It was kind of like, you know, I drink, I smoke, and just it just comes natural. Like, serious shit. Sometimes I trip out how, like, I'll be drinking all day, but when it comes down to dropping a needle, it's so precise. It's just like a second nature to me. Hmm. Hmm. It's a trip. Okay. Now, for people that may be asking... Do these soleras, do these soul spinners, do they, do they buy their own equipment? Like, how does that work for you guys? Because as DJs, these motherfuckers right here, yeah. you know, were super, super expensive, mm -hmm. you know. Um, I think my first pair, uh, and they didn't come cheap. And we're talking about in the 80s were close to $1,000, obviously, with tax. Mm -hmm. And um, you have to buy, of course, the scratch pad. That's not including the needles. You know, and you're already in the hole close to a thousand dollars and no mixer. Yeah. And the mixer is really, you know, but it's really depends how you want to go about right. it. I, yeah. So when it came down to buying, I wanted to practice. I didn't want to come, you know, and just be a mediocre. Like I right. wanted to shut people up, you know, being a female, being looking the way I do, you know, I look far from a fucking chola, you right. know? So, but that's like, you know what? I cater to that lowrider community. So when I play my records, these people trip out. They're just like, you don't even look the part. How do you even know about this shit? You know? Right. I love to, I love to, you know, that's my shit. Like, I love a challenge, you know? Okay. Uh, uh, now, do you, uh, do you girls take dedications? I don't. Okay. I come, I, you know, you, you give me a little description of where I'm going to go. And I, I try to pack for, you know, for the crowd right so if i'm gonna do some like i don't know say like a car show i already know that i'm gonna play more commons okay yeah but if you're coming to one of my nights you're gonna hear that 
soul music, a little like that more underground, that more rare, that sweet soul. Mm -hmm. Because you're co you're coming to my event, so I'm not gonna hold back from what I'm gonna play. Okay. And just like, and honestly, I like to put out a lot of modern, like modern soul, because those are all my homies that um that are out there doing it right now. So I like to like if I can give a chance and put their 45 out, and some one person listens, that's one follower for them, you know. Right. So that's kind of my mission too. Okay. And, and, and who are some of your um, homies right now that are out with some music? Personally, I know Duran Jones. I know the homies from Jason Joshua and the Beholders, Kelly Finnegan, um, the Altans, the Sincere's. Like, these are all personal homies, you know? Right. And I actually spin for them all the time. Okay. So I wow. just love that. Like, that pressure of fucking, um, how can I say it? Like, building the vibe. For them to like, you know, play a live show, just being surrounded by instruments is my comfort. I just, it's a home for me. Awesome, awesome. And uh, um, because I, a lot of a lot of those artists that you just mentioned, I know very little of mm -hmm. them. Again, because when I got back into the music 2017, I started getting reacquainted back with music. I took a pause for music. Mm -hmm. I really, really needed a fucking break, you know? And it wasn't so much that, it was the music aspect of it. It was the business side that I just did not like. Yeah. I just like, I need to fuck this. Consumed. Yeah, it, yeah. I, I was really, really consumed because it didn't become fun any, for me anymore to be a producer, to be a DJ. It didn't. It became a, a job and I didn't have passion for it mm -hmm. anymore. So I took a big ass 10 year break and here I am again, ta-da. So. Glad. <laughs> but, and, and I'm thankful that uh, I'm back because let me tell you something. One thing about me, is that this, I don't want to be 70 years old in some fucking rocking chair, you know, with a fat ass cat sitting on my lap and I'm petting him thinking to myself, you know, I should have just took the chance. I should have yeah. just did it. I should have just, I don't ever want to live like that. I want to give it my all. So when you said, I don't want to come mediocre, mm -hmm. I want to do it yeah. because you don't ever want to live with regrets. You know what I'm saying? You want to do what you love and what you have fun doing. You know, now, um, do you have um, obviously other female? Well, when you first started, was there already a lot of females doing it? When I first started about maybe a little less than three years ago, no, there was a handful of women and okay. they're territorial. Let me tell you, like, now, so they're not budging, you know, especially for somebody that's younger than them, that's vibing, like, you know, shining. They're territorial about their shit. They had to fight that long. For them to be where they're at, for somebody to come and just outshine them was not cool, you know. So mm -hmm. I kind of like, I had to prove myself to like really, you know, I'm right. I'm with it, you know, like. Yeah. And after that, I think proving myself after that it was all love. Cool. And um, I had the opportunity to have my own nights, like I said, in downtown. I mean, in Chinatown or whatever. My thing is to have a a format for women to come, like show out, you know. If you're a brand, like coming on collector, I'm going to put you on mm -hmm. because everyone deserves a chance. Like I got that chance, you know, mm -hmm. when I saw Susie, I was like, dude, you fuck. We live the exact lifestyle growing up, like pops music, like, you know, the music, the ear, the fucking vibe. I was like, dude, you got to do this. You got to back me with this shit. You know, I need more girls. Right. Like we need to show them what's up. 
And that's a good thing, you know. I, I, I like it, and that's why I wanted to shine light on you guys. For sure, thank and you. And any of you, and chop it up and drink some beers. And uh, if you guys hear gunshots in the background, that's just my neighborhood. <laughs> it's fucking every day here. It's like <laughs> Afghanistan, okay? But anyways, um, you, you know, again, like I was telling Susie, I, I didn't have the pleasure of watching females spin. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I didn't. Uh, it was just mostly dudes fighting for a 15-minute spot, you know. Uh, I would say this. That back then, uh, yeah, there was a little bit of hate. Uh, there wasn't that much because I was really good. I, I will say that. I've always been a real humble and a modest person when it came to my turntable skills, but I always let my hands do the talking, mm -hmm. okay? So after they saw me spin, it was, I mean, you could hear yeah. a, a, a mouse licking ice, you know, because I shut them up. Exactly. You know, so, but I didn't want to come mediocre like you, so I stayed home and practiced mm -hmm. and practiced and practiced. So now back to my question, do 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 females that are into this whole soul spinning, do they buy their own equipment or do they go and just spin at uh, whoever has, you know, per, who, whatever club provides the equipment right. or how does that work? Well, I'm not going to speak for them. I'm going to speak for myself. Um, as soon as I knew that I wanted to DJ mm -hmm. and collect, I bought myself when Pioneer, I mean, Techniques bought Pioneer. I got that year, you okay. know? They do the exact same thing as a Pioneer. I bought two turntables, mint condition for 400 bucks. The money breaker was the, the you know, the mixer. The mixer. Yeah, so I got a whole Pioneer setup. It doesn't take, it doesn't cost an arm of a leg. If you're serious right. about it, you're going to dig and you're going to find what you want and, you know? Right. But also it does it's a lot easier for girls or just people because um, as being, being a promoter, I pack my needles, I bring headphones so uh, if you're my guest, all you have to do is bring your records, mm -hmm. you know, so I can't really speak for like women and the equipment. I really don't know what goes. Okay. Uh, I speak for myself. And yeah, when I said I was serious, I, you know, I did my research. I went and bought what I, what I wanted, what look like what I thought was going right. to, you know, last me. I didn't want to buy some cheap shit and have to replace it later on, you know? Okay. So I just was like, I want this solid shit and I want my, all my shit to match. Oh, you know, you know, now, now let me ask you this because I know. You said you've been doing this a little bit less or almost three years. Mm -hmm. uh, well, well, why not just, I mean, why 45s, you know, for people that are maybe wondering, like, why not just Serato? You have a laptop, you have all your songs. It's much easier. Is it because you just, uh, you just want it to be different? Uh, uh, um, maybe you can explain that. I speak for myself because I don't know. Um, Honestly, that haul, just carrying 45s is super easy. I hate okay. to break my back, you know? So right, it's just right. easier. I can I can haul around LPs all day, you know? It doesn't make me right. a shittier DJ than the next person. It's just, to me, it's the haul. Like, just carrying them, come fucking correct with the small box, <laughs> and you mean business. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But um, I don't know. I can't really say... Also because I wanted it to be a hobby, so I wanted it to be dope and just, right. you know, I'm not going to talk shit on Serato. It doesn't make them, right. you know, it doesn't yes. make me a better right. person than them. That's just what they chose. I chose to do this shit, the OG way, the shit that I grew up, like, towering over my homies and watching them, like, scratch and spin. And I was like, I want to I wanna do that. Like, I want to be dope. dope. You know, and when I decided that I did, like, it was on, you know, and it hasn't stopped. Uh, oh. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Look, we're going to go ahead and press stop there, like on the turntable. <laughs> and uh, we're going to go ahead and come back after a 10 minute break. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about taking a shot, but I'm not sure. Do it. 
Um, look at bad influence. Do it. Do it. We're like five shots in. I don't so. know. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe I might. I will. But we're gonna come back with Solita in about ten minutes. So uh, once again, slap your lady across her fat ass and tell her to go get your Modelo, warm up some fucking popcorn, and let them know that Solita's in the motherfucking building. So call somebody, text somebody, page somebody, and let them know that Tony the motherfucking wizard is in the building. We'll be back in ten minutes. And we're back now with the Jack Off uh, Fire is Tony A, the Wizard on Rodeo Radio with the podcast that slaps your your fat ass with a fat ass dick. So um, let me go ahead and give a shout out to my boy, Blast Off for the Mini Michelada. And uh, he brought some down. We blessed our guests with it. And I'm sipping just to make everyone happy. And uh, we took a couple of shots. Uh, we smoked a couple of joints. Yun toque, and we're good. So, anyways, other than that, we're back now with Solita. You're no longer Solita. You're in the company of me. So, hey. <laughs> hey. Cheers. Yes, I'm glad cheers. you're drinking now. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. Let's liven it up. And it's party time. And uh, we get to drink and bullshit. Yeah. So, and meanwhile, they watch. So, let me ask you this. When... I ask you to name some soul artists. Who are some of the first that come to your mind? Hmm. Take your time. Shoot. It's a tough one. I love the moments. Okay. Something about that voice, you know? Okay. Then we got Duran Jones. I'm like, dude. Okay. That voice, both of them. You know, we got um, Kid Bailey on drums. Voice is angelic as fuck. But we got Duran um, Jones on vocals also. Okay. Oof, you got to experience one of their live shows. Okay. Um, I don't know. G give me some from your collection. Shit, I got. I think I would have to reach in because there's some <laughs> like I can't even think right now. Um, one of my favorites is Gloria Fowler. Okay. You know, um, something about this song called "Train of Love" that just fucking gets me. That was probably my first heartthrob that I ever right. experienced. I was right. like 11. Don't know shit about relationships or right. heartbreaks or nothing right but this girl was singing and i was like holy fuck right that pain you know right you know you know what song i really love and i was listening to today i know i, I want to say shit i want to say marvin Gaye, diana ross mm -hmm. and do you remember that song my mistake yeah it's on the on motown that one yeah okay I was listening to that song, and I've never been, like, mm -hmm. heartbroken, honestly. So when people say they went through a heartbreak and they're work, I'm working on me. Yeah. <laughs> believe me, I respect all of that, but I, I never understood it because uh, I've only been in a few relationships, and that's it. Let me know. guess. You're the heartbreaker. Well, low-key. <laughs> no. um, Cheers to that. It, it, yes. So, but that song, like, I love it so much, and I feel I hear the passion in it. In it. It, it almost gets you cheerful, mm -hmm. you know, but it, it's a, a beautiful song. My mistake was loving you, you know, but that was a dope. It is still a fucking dope ass song. And of course, I love Marvin Gaye. Uh, I love Aretha Franklin. We were talking about her earlier, how she started in the church. And she still did a lot of uh, even gospel records even after mm -hmm. that. You know, uh, I love all the ones. I, I mean, one of my favorite groups, believe it or not. And whenever I mention it amongst my soul collector homies, they always make fun of me. Oh, that ain't really soul. Shut the fuck up. I love the Delphonics. Yeah, Delphonics. You know, I, I love mm -hmm. the Delphonics. It's because they're like, 
to find that rare, if you will, OD that maybe I didn't know about. This is real, so. And I'm like, okay, I'm sure it is, pal. Yeah. But, it's, you know, I mean, educate me. Don't fucking humiliate yeah, me. Yeah, exactly. You know? And that's that's the problem nowadays. Like, uh -huh. people want to, like, be entitled. Like, I gave you this platform. Like, okay, thanks. But if I'm the one that's willing to, like, drop money on these records. Right. Fuck off. <laughs> For real. Like, it's right. it's serious. It's I, right. I call them Soul Patrol. Soul Patrol. That's yeah, right. straight up. Like, they'll go over and hover my shit, make sure it's, like, a fucking first print. You know, like. Really? Yeah, they hate on reissues. They'll be like. Yeah, but those oh, are the first. Those, those fucking, those are the fools that are fucking putting out bootlegs, you know. But that's why, like I said, when I when I wanted to come through correct, I, you know, right. I meant it. Like so, so part of coming correct for those that are trying to understand this movement mm -hmm. is that you got to come with some original records. Original. Original. Right. Okay, now, I have to say this, okay, mm -hmm. because as a DJ cutting and scratching, I guess we kind of didn't give a fuck if it was a bootleg because you wouldn't be able to do that. Quick, 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 quick. Right, you, know? you don't want to fuck up your, right. you know, your OG. Yeah. Right, so we didn't mind, but I guess for this movement is you got to come correct with the original shit. Or, yeah. Or Ramanos, you know. Yeah. Or you just kind of like, I don't know, I guess they like kind of look down on you like, uh, it's just a reissue, you know, right, right. change shit, you know? You ever want to piss a guy off and just steal his record collection? So. If I ever want to piss a guy off, I'll just be like, let's go one for one, you know? Wow. Yeah. Like I'm going to stand my ground like that. And that's, that's it. That's dope. That's dope. So, so well, I, I know, I, I believe you mentioned some of the uh, spots where you, uh, you spin at. You know, uh, uh, work obviously through this whole pandemic, you haven't been able to. Yeah. You know, uh, I know they're starting to open things back up again. Uh, is there any word on scamming jam again? No word. Nothing? Especially because they hold so many people. It's, I feel like that's probably one of the last events that's going to ever. Probably. Huh? Yeah. Sad to say because it's a lot of fun. It you is know, I, I vouch for fucking Scam and Jam. If you want to fucking listen to funk, you want to listen to freestyle, you want to listen to... They even do rock in Espanol. At the end of the night, you'll be like fucking crying to some rancheras, you know? Then you got me at the in those fucking... You want to take a break from all that and just like get close. Like, you know, you go to the scam room and that's, Mellow that's me. Out. Yeah, yeah, that's me. I'm catering to go that, over there, that shit, you know? tequila and cry. Nah, you don't cry. Because, you know, I like to make... I love to see people in dancing. That's my shit. Like, I'm doing my job if I fucking see the entire spot bumping. Like, okay. I'm doing that, you oh. know? And it's something about that that just fucking gets me off. You know, I'm just like, fuck yeah. I'm the one fucking making this shit happen, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it's well, important, you know? Because you got to be vibing for them to vibe back. Right. You know, you got these collectors that fucking play these thousand dollar records and they're stiff ass fuck. And I'm just like, man, you're shitting shit, you know, <laughs> go for your fucking garage. Right. But, you know, give us a fucking turn and just like watch us vibe, you know. Guarantee there's some dude right now, some dick lick, probably drinking. Hi, dick lick. <laughs> probably yeah. drinking White Claw, you know, uh, um, eating Takis. Pissed off right now. Esta cabrona que sabe. Yeah. I guarantee you. Come see about me. Yeah, exactly. C come see you. That's not like For that. real. That's dope. So so now, you know, throughout this whole pandemic, what is one thing, obviously, other than spinning, that you miss doing? Because obviously, we've been cooped up at home. Yeah. So. So, I have a son. He's 11 years old. Sick-ass fucking skater. He was just born for this shit. Really? So... 
it's just me and him pretty much you know he skates i take footage and we would he does his research he wants to hit these parks and i would fucking be let's go you know yeah. i'm gonna drive you wherever the fuck it could be 30 miles it could be five you know but i would i'm you know that was our shit yeah just fucking that full ripping and me fucking shooting these footage you know not the right. best fucking videographer in the world but it was like how we bond you know right right He'd get mad, like, Mom, you cut my head off, you know? I'm just like, well, fool, you're coming at me like 90 miles per hour. Like, what am I supposed to do? You know, right, I'm looking right. at the board. You right. know, so that I really do miss. I miss it a lot. Who, who introduced them to that, to that skating? Just fucking born with it. No shit. Yeah, straight up. I mean, his dad skateboards. I was in the skateboard, um, you know, growing up in the skateboard community, which also opened up gateways to, like, all this music. If you really mm -hmm. ever watch a skate video, there's you're going to hear... Dope-ass hip-hop. Right. Dope-ass soul, dope-ass indie, and that really just opened fucking all doors. Hmm. Okay. So you see him possibly maybe even going professional, maybe? Super. Really? In my heart, I just know. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. In my heart, I wow. just know that, that he's going to go places. When I was younger, I used to play semi-pro volleyball and tennis. I used to wear those short shorts. I used hey. to go up your butt. <laughs> and I also lie a lot. You see so. those caps. <laughs> but... but Anyways, uh, I like to joke around that, so please don't take me serious. But I was a, a, a tetherball champ at my junior high school. So, but anyways, it's with a smile. I was playing around. Yeah, <laughs> I'm laughing. Okay, but in the inside. <laughs> so now, you know what? Um, tell me a little bit about up north. I also heard that there's different sound or soul from up north. It's not. There's rumors that that whole soldi. Um, that the soldies introduced to the bars, like bars, uh -huh. came from the north. I don't know how much of it is true because I'm, you know, younger. Um, but I do know that what put me up on, like, just wanting to and just going to their, their events is the Southern Soul Spinners, you know. And they're, like, I just fucking remember just going to their events and just, like, god damn, like, this right. is what's up. Just people being cheek to cheek or them mixing it up to, like, you know, dancing far and just like the whole place bumping. And I was like, fuck, I can really see myself doing this shit, you know? Uh -huh. And that was kind of like another gate, like a doorway that kind of, okay. you know, took okay. it from there. Do, do you ever throw your own events or do you promote or do you do anything? Yeah, like I'm that? a promoter and a DJ. Okay, mm -hmm. okay. And and did you DJ first? Did you promote first? I DJ first. And from there, I'm just doors started opening up. Okay. I feel because I have this style that, you know, and it's stupid, you know, because the soul scene, and it's sad to fucking say that um, playing this, this music, you're going to get these fucking neighborhoods all in one room, oh, you know, yeah. and somebody's going to show up. So, and I'm going to talk about my mentor, Ruben Molina, Southern Soul Spinner. He saw me spin and he had all fucking faith that I would bring peace and just fucking let people know that it's about the music and you leave that bullshit behind right you're not in the neighborhood anymore you're here for the music right let it go for fucking two hours yeah exactly. serious shit you know exactly. and that's my mission yeah just straight fucking about the music and all this shit there's like some real battles out there in the world and we're fighting each other it's stupid yeah it's and, really you know, stupid uh believe me i've gone to events <laughs> where I just walk in and the motherfucker whispers in my ear, where you from? Oh, over right? there. I, I just parked over there. That's where I'm from. You know, and <laughs> Girl, I MMP. Fucking, yeah, just fucking keep, put, keep it pushing. 
drunk ass motherfuckers that are getting ready to tip over right? if you just fucking backhand they just them. want they just want to start some shit and that's another thing that i get invited and in, and the bay is my second home okay you know and they fucking look down on norteños are norteños sureños are sureños but that's my second home and they welcome me with open arms you know okay so that's another thing that now, now let me ask you this i'm asking because i don't know okay yeah. so we're talking about this solera or uh soul spinning movement right is there Norteño soul spinners and if you want to call it Sureño soul spinners and they don't like each other? Well, just like politics as fuck. You know, you, they, okay. they drew a line and it's stupid. Okay. You know? Because it's the same in the hip hop. It's, it's the same thing. Like, I just think it's just somebody along history put a line and we can be friends. Like, I'm not right. a believer of that. I believe that right. we can all be friends. Like. Right. I don't see no fucking difference, you know? You, you know, okay, now now let me say this, and it's kind of interesting too. People that are into hip-hop that are listening. Mm -hmm. When I first started this whole rap thing, uh, we started touring in 1991, and I was pretty much amongst all blacks. Blacks from here didn't have a bl any problems with blacks from up north, and blacks from up north didn't have any problems with blacks from down here, okay? It was all love. It wasn't until maybe 96, 97, 98 that I started touring with Chicano rappers. Oh, no, we can't go up there. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. I started experiencing it. What the fuck? Like, I've been up here. Right. You know, we rock shows here. Oh, no, we can't go up there. I didn't understand that. Yeah. Who put that line down? You know, I you know. know? I, but it's dumb. It, it is. But, dumb. you know, I'm here to try to make a change. Like, yeah. I don't see why we can't just take that fucking border away and just be one. You and know? be one. Yeah, and and music is the glue. It is. Music is the glue. I mean, because, you know, you know it's funny? You can change somebody's whole day or some night just by playing the right songs, you know? Um, I, I remember one time I instigated the fight. There was a couple of guys uh, fighting. Here we go about the fights. Yeah, <laughs> the fights. And on purpose, so the mm -hmm. cops are here and come, mm -hmm. I played Colors. Colors, ice tea. Motherfuckers start throwing the gang signs. More people start fighting. Cops come and break it up. I take my equipment. I tell the cops, "Don't leave. Let me get paid, and I'm out of there." I wanted to get the fuck out of there, anyways. Or when they fight and I want to stay there, then I just slow everything down with an old school slow song. Uh, get on the mic. I'm not much of an MC, but mm -hmm. I said, "Now it's time to grab that girl if you want to grab her ass and bite her fucking neck." Right. You know, as time right now, blah blah blah. And I would just play the slow song or whatnot. So you can kind of change the atmosphere, change the vibe, all with music, you know. So, uh, like I said, I think music is is the glue. Now, let me ask you this. How far do you plan to take this? Do you just want to continue to ride this out? Do you give yourself a time limit and say, you know, I want to do this for a couple of years? Or is this part of your life? I feel like this is going to be part of my life. Like, eventually, you know, maybe, you know, there's going to be a time where, you know, looks right. aren't forever. Right. But I know that music is my heart you know so maybe not just being like the front like the front man and just you know right. the promote i maybe behind the scenes like opening up my own record label who knows you know but do i know that this is where i want to take it fuck yeah i do yeah well you know what maybe even opening up your own label since you know a lot of artists maybe even discover some of your own artists right uh, uh you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I got this artist. I think it'll be good with this producer. Mm -hmm. Let's put it together. We release it under my label. Whenever I spin on my, uh, whenever I throw an event, we push it. Just an idea. Right. 
You know, exactly. I, I think it can work, especially if you have a good name, because mm -hmm. having a good name is better than credit. You know, it's just much more better than credit because people will know, okay, this person never fucked anybody over. There's no bad history out about this person. I know I can trust this person, and that's a good thing. I've never fucked anybody over. And if they have anything to say about you, you'll never find anybody that has anything to say negative about me because I never fucked anybody over, you know. So, uh, and that's this, this why I've been able to have somewhat longevity. Mm -hmm. so of course, we've had disagreements with uh, other people, whatnot. Fine, we still talk, we move on. But it's important to have a good name in, the, in this business, you know. So uh, other than uh, Scam and Jam, which where you spin, uh, what are the places possibly when things possibly open up? Obviously, there's no dates unless you have dates now. I don't. Okay. It's all up in there and it's sad to say, you know. Right, right. Okay. I, I really wish this should just fucking fold it over and just, you know, we could go back to business, but. I know, I know. It is what it is, and you know, it's people, almost like it's safe, unreal. You know, yeah, it's almost like it's unreal. Like, oh, we get to go back and eat out in public. I'm like, fuck, like serious. It took me a little bit. I'm not gonna say that I wasn't hanging out with my friends, you know, because I yeah. know where they're they've been and they know where I've been, and we would never expose each other to anything. So, like, hanging out with my friends, I needed that. I fucking, mm -hmm. I just, you know, I try to be. I played it safe for a bit, and then I was like, I need my friends, like. <laughs> you know, it's just like, fuck, if you're going to rob me from a nightlife, like, at least, you know, right, right. have my closest friends, like, you know, so, yeah, just playing records amongst each other, like, nothing crazy, you know? Okay. So that just kind of keeps it rolling, and I've just been really concentrating on building my record collection. So when that day does come, I'm coming out hella strong. Dope, dope. Okay, uh, interesting question I'm about to ask you. Every DJ, me growing up, we would hear, I'll just use the group EPMD for an example. Mm -hmm. We knew that uh, uh, they had a song called It's My Thing, and then it came out with, I think on Side B, You're a Customer, okay? And then we found out they were coming out with a song called You Got to Chill, okay? Where they wrap off of More Bounce. That wasn't out yet, but it was being played on the radio. I was one of the first guys that got the test pressing, which was promotional copy just for DJs, if mm -hmm. you will. Selected few, and I was one of them because of my connection of Steve Yano. Obviously, soul collecting is more of not necessarily, not necessarily buying the newer stuff, but it's more about buying the older, rarer stuff. Yeah, okay? right. Like you mentioned, like the DJ promo, that's that's a rare, you know? So if you got some DJ promos, right. that's, that's worth right. more than a first press. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So then it goes from that, and then you lose value with the reissue okay. and bootleg and so on and so forth you know right. okay now since us djs were looking for the newest records to come out so that we can rock them in the club what old records that maybe you don't have in your collection yet that you want is there any of them out there well yeah there's like the dynamic solitary that's like my number one fucking on my want list okay you know i stay ready for that one as soon as i fucking see that shit pop up i'm buying it you know okay. i have my heart set on that one there's a lot of things that i do have my heart set on you know but these are rares that got lost along years you know they maybe came out in like 1964 we're okay. in 2020 like right. you know they maybe pressed 30 or 300 who knows so to find these copies is really hard you just kind of kind of stay ready with the cash you know what, what, what do you think one of those 45 will go for I think that the one that I just mentioned is probably in the thousands. Are you serious? Yeah. So you would actually buy it? I would buy it. Yeah. 
Wow. Shit. She got to hear the horns, though. I, I <laughs> They're know. heavy. Okay, see, now, here, yeah. here's me from an yeah. old new generation guy. It's on YouTube. Mm -hmm. See, that's the way I think. You know, like uh, one of my boys, uh, let me go ahead and give him a shout out. Uh, Jason, I think, Sounds of Soul. Sounds of Soul. He's one of the guys that, one of the first guys that actually gave me an interview when I started promoting my documentary. So I want to say much love, much respect to Jason uh, for giving me that platform when actually nobody else was. You know, he, he gave me an interview. Uh, and he's uh, also a vinyl uh, collector of uh, 45 uh, of rare, let us. Um, soul music mm -hmm. but he played me a song where he had told me that he had think he spent like 200 or 250 dollars and uh i said like this what the fuck and i looked it up on my phone i was right there on youtube i just downloaded the motherfucker right and it's right. like but it's to have the 45. i get it because i i was a record you know junkie mm -hmm. for years but now i'm like past that i'm like i can't spend that kind of money mm -hmm. You know, shit, I, I'd rather just, you know, buy some fucking groceries and pay my cell phone bill, you know what I'm saying, with that fucking money. Or buy some new Jordans. They go around that fucking right. much. But uh, anyways, or buy a gang of Nike Cortez. So, <laughs> anyways, other than that, uh, what other one pops to your mind, uh, uh, another rare gem? Hmm. Let's see. I would love to own the pearls. Okay. Um, There's so many. My want list mm -hmm. is so ridiculous okay now the ones you just mentioned those yeah. two do you know anybody that has them i do both of them uh yeah shout out to west Los and my homie ruben molina and they do and when they fucking play them i'm just like fuck this shit hits so hard especially hearing it all like out loud like right. surround sound you're just like fuck right right okay you well know? i'll tell you what if you want them for christmas just give me their address and uh, <laughs> i'm just playing i'm right? just playing but anyways, all right, well, listen. Hey, it's sacrifice. You know, before I used to be into, like, vintage fucking dresses and, like, designer shoes. Now I'm like, eh, I can do without that. I, and, right. you know, put my fucking money elsewhere. Like, you know, and it, honestly, I spend money, but I make the money back, you know? Have you ever thought, or, and maybe you have, about getting your own spot and just spending there maybe every Friday and letting people come and just pay, you know? Mm, no. Okay, is, um, is that hard to do? It's, it's hard to do because, like, this is, see, this is a difference. Like, I do it for the love, you okay. know? Of course. For the love of music and, no, I'm not going to charge anyone to come see me, you know? Okay. I'd rather do my sacrifice to, like, build this my collection than to, uh, opposed to, like, you know, charge somebody to right. come hear me and see me. Well, one thing that I always told my friend John and my, my boy DG and my son, that if you release good product, whether it's a documentary, whether it's a... A mixtape whether it's a movie whether it's a song whatever if you release good product and you do it because you love it not because you're chasing money now your right. motives are wrong mm -hmm. okay if you release it because you love it and it's good stuff money will come knocking that's the best advice that i can give to somebody do what you love do it right don't release no bullshit you know because how many people that we do we know whether they're rappers or whatever and they just release a bunch of bullshit. They flood the market. And then people's like, yeah, he's got a bunch of shit out there. Yeah, a lot of people know him, but it's all bullshit. You know, and it's true. They just flooded an overcrowded market already. Okay, so I always said if we release something good, 
money will come knocking. I was sharing with you earlier how we did a mixtape, and then we got a, a deal with one of the biggest companies in the world when we went when looking for it. You know, so but you're right. What you I, I said that to say because you said I would never do it for the money or for people to come see me. I get it. I understand it. But if I was your manager, you do it because you love it, and I'll make sure that everybody <laughs> right, pays. I get paid. Yeah, I'm not you know, dumb either. You so. know, I'm not gonna fucking take time. I'm, like, and I told you every time you drop that needle, it's a wear and tear in your record. It's a wear and tear in your in your needle. It is. So you know you can't be. Oh, I love it. You know, for the love of, it, I'm gonna fucking lowball myself. Nah, you know, I know what my worth, but right. I'm not gonna abuse it either. You know. Okay. Okay. I'll tell you what. If I'm paying a thousand dollars for a a 45 i'm make sure i'm downloading that motherfucker yeah i'm not there at the thousands yet <laughs> i'm just saying when that when that time when that record comes like i you know i try to stay ready you, you know back in the days when we were scratching like a after you do that so many times you hear a, you start hearing it like you're like oh shit my needle popped off right okay so we could buy another 12 inch it was 399 yeah 399 you didn't give a fuck but now if you buy a thousand dollar 45 you can't get another motherfucker like that you know so i get it so that's why I would uh, totally download that shit. But listen, we come to the end. No, <laughs> right when we were drinking. Yes. And I want to say thank you for um, giving me the opportunity to sit down with you and chop it up with you. No, I want to thank you for uh, having us. I made a friend now. So whenever I, I go to a club, hey, I know Solita, you better. No, I'm not <laughs> play. But um, on my guest list. Yes. And uh, guest list plus 10. I'm only playing. So other than that, any shout outs you want to give, uh, anybody you want to tell off, any comments or complaints hmm. right now, you can do it. Um, shout out, you know, I don't know. I don't want to. I hate that. Like the shout out is like, fuck, it's tough. But, because you know, every, you, yeah, you know, yeah, you know, you forgot me, whatever. Everyone that's like held me down and, you know, welcome me with open arms. That's yes. my shout out. My girls, you know, they fucking support me. 110 it's crazy you awesome. know i couldn't do it without them and um yeah yeah to the haters too come see okay. about me you know if you have a problem with me then you know yeah we can go one for one it's never yeah, one a problem one. No, we say one for you're not talking about blows though right no i'm talking oh. about like you play one and i'm playing one and we're that's just how we're gonna fight this out you know i'm gonna stand my ground and that's just how it's gonna go d d now i know there's and i'm really not going anywhere you know so good good now, now let me answer this um fuck last question i know there's guy haters on girls in this movement is there girl on girl hating there is like i told you in the beginning that you know women female they they fought to you know earn their spot and then here comes like this young cat you okay. know fucking just outshining them and it's just like why the fuck her you know how is that fair like right. i work my ass off fucking collecting right. and i'm just like but i also work my ass off too in these fucking three years of collecting why are you mad you know right, right. wow okay i, I don't know it, it, it existed like that it does it exists but you know you gotta just like good vibes over fucking bullshit yeah. all of the time and you know well any other shout outs you want to give no i don't think so i think i'm cool okay um you know what first of all let me go ahead and reiterate what i said um, if you're a dude and you got a dope soul record collect, I'm going to give you an opportunity mm -hmm. to, uh, at least email me at rodeoradio at gmail.com and at least here's what I require. At least be spinning somewhere mm -hmm. where I can go see you and we can have something to talk about because I just don't want to talk about your record collection. Right. 
you know, because I know dudes that, believe me, I've seen them. Awesome, wonderful record collection, but at least be spinning somewhere so that we can say, people can go see you here, people can go see you there or whatnot. So get at me at radio at gmail.com and I'll give everybody an opportunity. Um, other than that, let me go ahead and uh, thank uh, Suji Q, Solita, you, for coming here and blessing us with your time and chopping it up and uh, educating me on what this whole movement has become mm -hmm. because I've only heard of it, whatever I saw on Instagram or whatever I might have saw maybe once or twice mm -hmm. at a club somewhere. But it's a strong movement and let's keep it going. Yeah. Let's keep it going. So other than that, anything else you want to say? Anything I didn't ask you? Um, I don't think so. I'm pretty no? sure we covered everything. Okay, uh, I'm going to ask you a question. And if you don't get it right, it's going to hurt me. Oh, no. Do you like Star Wars? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Baby Yoda. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. All good. All good. All good. I said all dude. All good. Okay, everybody. Uh, let me go ahead and give uh, my shout outs now. Uh, let me go ahead and thank John motherfucking Elkins. He's coming out with his own uh, pocket pussies. Is that it? Pocket pussies. Yeah, different shades. Some bald, some with a little bit of hair, and some with a lot of hair. If you're into that porn style, That's 1970s Ron Jeremy pocket pussy. So, um, and some are scented, some are not scented. So it's up to you if you're allergic <laughs> to tuna. I'm sorry. Okay? Um, also, once again, the anal bleach. So if your shit's a little bit on the dark side, like oh, Star Wars, shit. and you guys want that shit to turn pink, hey, hit him up at johnelkins.com. Uh, uh, you can still download his nudes. I took his pictures. Uh, we'll be uploading some new ones up soon. Uh, he's also coming out with his own chanclas. So be looking out for those. You know. Um, other than that, um, I want to thank my uh, my boy, DG, Daniel Media Clips. Uh, another guy that he's helped us so so much. He's made the rolling mixtape documentary possible. He's also gonna help us make uh, the Chicano rap uh, documentary uh, very possible as well. We're gonna start working on that hopefully at the end of July. So we need a little bit less than a thousand dollars. So if you care to donate, cool. If you don't donate, don't talk shit. Believe me, just save it or say it when you see me. That's better. Okay. Other than that, let me go ahead and thank my son, Be Scandalous, for helping me promote this. Uh, my brother, Spice Smuggler. Uh, you can also get, he's got a few dick pumps uh, left. So under this quarantine thing, if you want to give your Yankee a little wanky, hit him up. <laughs> he still got dick pumps. They're not used, but well, they're a little bit used, refurbished. And if they're a little bit sticky, just take a Lysol wipey and we're good. Uh, uh, other than that, uh, Buy me out. I only got a few left. Okay. And I'll tell you what, I'll see you Wednesday with a double feature. And once again, thank you, Solita. Thank you, Suzy Q. And, uh, Ashley. That's our Ashley. hype. That's our hype woman, Solita. I mean, yeah. no, that's me. Okay. The hype woman, Ashley. The hype woman, Ashley. Right. Lowrider girl. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and take a couple of more shots, a couple of more tokens, and we're out of here. Yeah. All right, everybody. You have a blessed night. And I'm hollering 187 with my dick in your mouth, bitch. Be safe.